If you travel, you know how to really go off the grid. Like no cell service in your room, off the grid. You know which remote retreats have the best herbal baths, sound baths, and ice baths. Because when you set up your out-of-office, you mean it. Because when you're the escape artist, vacation is all about resting, meditating, drinking water, and minding your own businessing. The Delta Sky Miles Platinum American Express card. If you travel, you know. Learn more at go.amex slash you know. When you're constantly on the move, it's not just pits that break a sweat. From your armpits to your thighs and everywhere in between, new whole body deodorant cream and sticks from Shea Moisture are your secret weapon to staying fresh and confident all day long. Made from melanin-rich skin and packed with plant-based goodness, embrace a new era of freshness with whole body and stick deodorants from Shea Moisture. Find them at your nearest Walmart and walmart.com. And when you do, your whole body's covered. Welcome to the Francesca. Every time I'm in the zone. My name is Dustin. I'm Francesca, also known as K Fran Hey. My name is Asante. This is the Friend Zone. The Friend Zone. Hello. What up, little one? That's just a beautiful thing when parents let their kids walk up to hungry ogres. You know, this is a file of the fitness. I, I don't think you last past the first chapter. What's your name? You don't even know your name. You're so cute. I'm going to just call you Bubbles. Bubbles, come on over here. 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 Yes. <laughs> and in conclusion, for this wonderful month of January jurisdiction, oh my God. I would like to say, that moving forward, when things are not making sense and you can just look at somebody and know that there is no possible solution, you just tell them, you know what? You don't even know your name. You so cute. <laughs> Hashtag, you don't even know your name. You so, You're cute, so cute. For the month of January. And with that being said, known, understood, and felt, let's move forward by announcing that you are now, you are now welcome to the friend zone. Your weekly look into all things mental health, mental wellness, and mental hygiene. Because who in the hell wants a musty brain? Not me. I just seen a tumbleweed roll across the table <laughs> in the studio. <laughs> nah. <laughs> yeah. How's everybody doing out there tonight? Good. How are you guys? How are your weekends? My weekend was amazing. Would you? T- I love how every time we ask you this, your face. So amazing. First of all, it was Grammys weekend, so there was so much going on, right? Very true. And everybody was in New York. Everybody was in New York. I went to a really, really cool party for Republic Records. And so, like, it was, like, seriously, like, A-list, A-list. Like, Kendall Jenner was there. One of them Hadid sisters. They real sisters. Bella or Gigi. I don't know. It's all the same. Nah, they both, they names sound like puppies. <laughs> Bella and Gigi, you like, those, like they puppies. You should hear her mom Yolanda says calls them. She's like Bella. She's like Gigi, like puppies. See, yeah, that's so yeah. why you saying that. I was like, damn, Gigi. Uh, but Gigi. one of them, a couple of the Jonas brothers, the Jonas niggas, one of them, oh, wow. two of them was there. Um, who else? Iggy Azalea, Baby Birdman, <laughs> and um, Slim. When I saw Slim, wow. you know, for the culture, I was like, yo, um, <laughs> Stephen Hill. It was like packed. So, and it was so weird because everybody just looked like regular ass people to me. It was just like regular ass people. And you just recognize, like you see them and you're like, oh, that's such and such. But then they just sitting there chilling like you are. And it's like, okay, cool. 
So the Grammys was fun. Like the Grammys weekend, New York shit, it was fun. Yeah. Are are the one of you talking about the Grammys today or not? I'm actually not. So I really just don't have a lot to say. Dang. Really? If you want to, we can talk. No, I just didn't know if that was your segment because I was just going to congratulate James Fauntleroy for winning all of his awards that he was nominated for. Huge awards. Huge, massive awards. He deserves everything, man. Totally deserves it. So. Yes. Just had to put that out there. I just didn't know if you guys were doing a, a segment on that. I didn't want to take the shine we just, we, by bringing it up now. We literally just did it. <laughs> <laughs> Let's get the important shit in. Congratulations, James. Yes. That's it. And moving right on, moving left and right along. <laughs> Asante, how was your weekend? My weekend was good. It was very uh, productive. I got mm. some things done. And uh, mm. I went out on the town. I got to see some events. I actually went to 67 Oranges. Uh, and a, uh, somebody we know works there, and I thought this was so dope. So you know, if you go out there, you see a friend of the friend zone, you know, say what's up. Cute. Um, but yeah, it was a really dope weekend. Really low key, really quiet. How was your weekend, friend? It was good. Uh, working, working, working. Mm. Amen. A lot of photo shooting and styling, and it was really fun. Um, also got to spend time. My mom and I have this new thing now where uh, we have a date that we mm-hmm. do once a week where we pick a recipe. And we go to the supermarket and buy all the ingredients, mm-hmm. and then we cook together and like talk and hang over our meal that we made together. That's I think like our, it's beautiful. isn't that really yeah, cute? That's so, bomb. so it's been our new thing. We've been trying to squeeze that in at least like every Saturday if possible. Um, my grandma's in the hospital, unfortunately, so I spent a big chunk of my weekend there, just making sure she's okay. And yeah, so a combination of family and work. And still, and I'm I'm not cleaning anymore. So, <laughs> so you didn't you got things squared away on that I, front. I can finally breathe. My apartment is adorable. So now I can focus on work and and be at peace. There's an eclipse that's coming. The super. Mm-mm. Tell me the lunar eclipse. Oh yes. Yeah. So if your energy feels a little bit different in the next two to three days, you know why that oh, is. I'm shaking in your <laughs> uh, people are gonna feel different symptoms, whether it's nausea. Um, fatigue some people are gonna feel like they're on a hundred energy on 10 even that horny. was me today okay that some one, people that get one like too. horny yeah hey, you know i heard a lot of pets be having to get spayed and neutered and shit when it's the eclipse omg they did <laughs> that dogs be howling to the moon when it's an eclipse <laughs> for real i woke up energetic how did you guys feel today i woke up and was at the gym running hard as hell on the treadmill <laughs> Yes, it was I've just been that kind of day. All day long, I've been shooting grown man shit since nine a.m. Holy! And I just wrapped and came here to record this wonderful show. How are people responding? They're loving the show. Thank you to everybody who has been overwhelmingly positive Yay. in their response to grown man shit. This really cool little lifestyle series I have on CassiusLife.com. Very, yes. really excited very cute about series. It. A lot of good, good things. Different, unexpected subject matters are coming that are going to knock your socks off so I can't wait yeah. good stuff but anyway I say that to say I've been working all damn day so get ready my guns are blazing baby it's gonna be a hot live show tonight baby. I'm telling you function at the junction tonight god damn it I slept well refreshed got the laundry out the way now it's oh, time to get this out the way my goodness do you know the laundry room in my building is shut down for the next four months oh hell the hell they think you supposed months. to for repairs they finna soup that shit what out. What am I supposed to do for four they months? kick your ass out. The new washing machines better be front loaders. <laughs> oh I know that God. much. But then they're gonna raise your rent by the time they get them. 
I just can't believe. I know, right? By the time my lease comes, I'm gonna have to be out of there. Mm-hmm. Won't even enjoy the new one. But I just can't believe that because I purposely moved there. One of the big selling points was it having the washer and dryer in the basement because mm-hmm. I didn't want to be pushing my little cart mm-hmm. <laughs> on the street. I just didn't. Yes. That cart, and you know what? That little that janky cart, is cart so we all real. have. But yeah, can I just mine tell is blue. You? <laughs> and that cart ain't nothing that, that I ever seen ass wheel? Mm-hmm. until I moved to New York City. Ever. I yeah. promise you. Never. <laughs> when I see that. What other city would need that? But it's like standard here when I see that cart. And every time I see it, like, oh, I literally am never going to see this anywhere I go. One wheel is shaking like a big Frida dancer. Yeah. 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 Yes. You need some WD-40. Then you got to push it over then all them bumps in the sidewalk <laughs> when it's time to cross the street. I hate that part. And then it doesn't turn properly oh so when you're going to turn the car you got to use the like... back wheels. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> you got to do a three-part turn. Like... You got me messed up. I hate that, that shit. <laughs> That's why I'm tired. But I just don't Brand, trust so them to wash my clothes. I don't trust dropping off my laundry. Baby. I know that it's available to me. What do you mean? The I service where they can pick it up? I don't. I need to know and physically place the detergent into the drum of the washing machine so that I know the level of cleanliness <laughs> that the garments are going to be brought to. I respect that. I don't know if they put my shit. They could literally <laughs> take my clothes, put them in the dryer, because I don't wear my shit a thousand times, you know. They could literally take a bounce sheet, put my shit in the dryer and fold it, and I might not know. <laughs> I just don't want to take that risk because people do things like that. You know, people will <laughs> use you if you let them. Not use so you. I just, I don't, I do my own. Have you ever used the um, delivery one where the they like come pick all up the your, time. even your underwear? All the time. Am I the only I one that feels vulnerable? They can have it all. What? As long as it comes back folded and clean. I actually, I the place know. that I had them pick it up, and you know what? Antonio put me onto this many years ago. Hey, shout out to Antonio. <laughs> shout out to Antonio. Mm-hmm. And I was like, oh, I'm not going to do that. I like doing my own shit. But then, you know, when I got a little bit up there, I was like, this ain't even that expensive to it's do. Not. So then I started doing it, and I was like, well, this is easy. I just got to be here when you want to pick it up and get it back, and all I got to do is put it away. But I'm not going to lie, there is something to just doing your own laundry. Like, there's something very therapeutic about it to it's me. It's ritualistic when you sit there and watch. Wash it, you know, like, yeah, but still, I mean, I, I am a fan of ease, right? So, and if someone pit, would come and drop it off drop and off? take it, but I do, I don't think I'm there yet. Well, well, if you're not the there thought yet, thought of them, imagine the dude just like grabbing my underwear. And Why am I, I okay with dry cleaning? But I cannot get with like dropping my wash and fold laundry. Well, off. here's I don't why. Take Underwear to dry cleaning, though. Well, no, no, no. Just, That's true. But, yeah. but, but here's why. Because dry cleaning is a very cut and dry service. It always works. But with laundry, that shit gets fucked up sometimes. Because some places you get it delivered to, it might shrink. Oh, or they, they might no. just wash all your clothes as one thing. Shit. Right. So there is some, like I was going to say, if you feel uneasy, don't try it. Because if you send off like all your good shit, and then it's a place <laughs> where they don't actually care about it, and you get it all shrunk or whatever... It's gonna be fucked up. I'm so sticking my intuition yeah, on that one. There are things that happen. I'm not gonna lie to you. So I'm gonna just. Keep <laughs> I gotta figure it out. Maybe I gotta uh, text one of y'all. Text one of y'all. <laughs> text one of y'all. Let me text one of y'all. I'll be like, is your laundry room open? <laughs> text <laughs> one of y'all to come get this laundry. <laughs> so y'all ready to jump into this week's show? Yes. Oh let's yeah. Do it. So last week we had a wild card episode where wow, the hilarious wow, wow. Sir Dustin came up with the idea for wow, us to do. Wow. Wow, an episode called But Black, where we uh, did the black version of every popular show that we grew up with. 
shows, music. Did we even get to music? I feel like we got we stuck did. on shows. We, I mean, well, shows, we did shows we was important, sing. but we did do music. Oh, with Dustin's version. What was it? In sync with yeah, Gerald yeah. LeBron. <laughs> <laughs> and shout out. We'll get there. The yeah. gift. <laughs> We'll get there. Yeah. Dustin gonna tag us to that gift for him dancing. Mm-hmm. Talk about he's light on his feet. He was. Gerald Levert was light on for featherweight. Okay? With that he was powder a, blue he suit. Was the biggest little, he was the biggest little big nigga moving around I have ever seen in my life. Spry. Woo. That spry he was. Dustin, do you know I was listening back to the episode and I hollered at that boy group. I still can't thank you. Superstars. That's right. (laughs) We're talking about the four, baby, the five. And then talk about Lil Uzi as Sophia. He would do a knockout job. (laughs) I think he would do such a great job. I'm not 100% ready to disagree with him on that. (laughs) Right. Uzi would kill Sophia Petrillo. (laughs) There's just something about it that... He would do so good. So speaking of last week's episode, because clearly we haven't gotten the laughs out of our system, who stood out to you in the comments? Asante. I want to actually uh, go ahead and dip on in these streets. Yes. <laughs> go ahead and parallel park right next to Dustin. Okay. Uh, shout out to Anthony J. Space on Twitter. His Black Spice Girls was Posh Spice as Carrie Hilson, Scary Spice as SZA, Baby Spice as Jesse Reyes, Ginger as Don Rashard, and Sporty as Seven Streeter. And I was like, damn, you mentioned some girls I wasn't even thinking about at the time. That and is super cute. Super, super cute. And I was like, Sporty Spice of 7th Streeter totally would not have put that together until you said that. And I thought that that was dope because she do channel the Aaliyah vibe a lot too. Mm. So that would have been really, really bomb. But uh, that is who I saw, friend. What did you find in the SoundCloud streets? On SoundCloud, Sweetheart Misfit said, Helen Martin from 227 could have been a great Sophia for the Golden Girls. Oh, yes. And I was like, you know what? We forgot Helen Martin, Lord. As we funny as she was. We did because we forgot Lynn Whitfield. Oh. Someone suggested that Lynn Whitfield could have been, um, what's her name? Um, Devil um, Wears Prada. Miranda. No, no, no. I was about to Meryl Streep. Meryl Streep character, Street. and then Issa Rae, or who they say Issa Rae as Anne Hathaway's mm-hmm. character. And I thought that's actually interesting. I could kind of see it. You guys had a lot of good casting for it, but Dustin, I, think so too. I know you found stuff. What'd you find on the Twitter street? Well, I found so much stuff, you guys. First of all, I want to give a shout out to. Um, Beautifully covered uh, at Mafia Princess M, which I already liked her already because of her name. But then it says, I anticipate Dustin to say something outrageous every episode. But visualizing Rick Ross on the toilet with a seatbelt and helmet has me dying. <laughs> so I just want to give a shout out to her for the work really connecting. You know I'm all about our work really connecting. You know? Oh, my God. Um, I would also like to give, you know, we always got to take it there. I want to give a shout out to Van Jones who said somebody needs to inform Donald Trump that I already asked Jay-Z whether black unemployment figures redeem Trump's presidency. And Jay's answer on the Van Jones show was powerful. Watch it for yourself. So when you get a chance, watch that Jay-Z interview on Van Jones show. It's just, you know, for context. Uh, I also would like would, 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 would like to give a shout out to at Mike Fiend J-A-O who said I've never laughed as hard as when Dustin plays Gerald Levert as Joey Fatone. <laughs> Thank you. 
I appreciate that. Uh, I would also like to give a shout out to um, at Jasmine, J-A-S-M-Y-N-E, who said, remember the off-duty LAPD officer Kevin Ferguson who was caught on camera firing a gun during a confrontation with a 13-year-old boy in Anaheim? Well, the OCDA says that no crime was committed and there will be no criminal charges filed. So just Mm. FYI so that everybody knows what's going on. And I just want to give one more shout out to... um, at Yante Pad Thai, Moon Girl, who said, I'm listening to the Changing Faces Friend Zone episode. And Dustin said, In the Midwest, the pants were the size of family rooms. And I've never heard a truer <laughs> word. So thank you to her for understanding that the niggas wear their pants wider than a mile in the Midwest. <laughs> yeah. And that's all that was in these streets. Y'all ready to go to the suburbs? Let's do it. Oh, let's do it. So we're going blind, this, y'all. We're going, so we're going in blind when we do when we say that. Uh, short and blind. <laughs> I seen some service things was happening on the train tonight, so sorry. It was a fight on the train today. I'll tell y'all about it later. Though. World star. For real. And I almost did it, but I just felt like, you know, Maybe I'm outgrown that. So For I now, should. this time. <laughs> um, so uh you see, I got completely I got lost. you, friend. <laughs> All right, tell the people what we doing this week. So we're going in blind, which means that I did not tell the guys what the topic is about so that I can get their cold reactions. Mm-hmm. Um, but it's nothing heavy today. It's actually a couple of studies <sighs> that I... I was going to say, friend. I can't take nothing. <laughs> no, no, no. It's right actually now. not too heavy. It's oh, just, wait if, a minute. No, now. You if said anything, it was. No, not too. Hold on. <laughs> if anything, it's interesting and fascinating to see... Uh, how technology and social media is affecting our moods and emotions on a daily basis now. But I, I bumped into these uh, journals and studies, and I was like, this is really fascinating information. I had to see what you guys thought of it. So before we jump into it, I wish you could see their faces. It sounds like Black Mirror, what you're talking about. Shit. It is Black Mirror-ish, I, actually. So that's the Black Mirror episode, because <laughs> I ain't uh, doing none of that. Some Which have y'all watched Black Mary? Yet? I did. I finally went through Dustin? and watched a lot of the ones. I have not. I heard, I don't want to watch nothing about the toothpaste stains on somebody's bathroom mirror. <laughs> oh my god! No, Just you have to. I would love to know your opinions on the, all those episodes. I gotta figure out. You, I, friend, uh, you know I be getting scared. Yeah, I was. I was about to. Say, I have you to figure out how lo- to. Dustin, when I tell you, te- Asante, tell me Dustin went to love the first episode of the first season. I'm not gonna make him watch the first episode. No, I know, I know how Dustin is. So I have to figure it. out which one to make him watch first and then he'll figure out I don't know about that actually maybe he would die he would die see I but don't want to watch homework, that he, don't, he didn't even want to watch American Dustin Horror Story homework. like that but you watched Coven right no see but, I didn't watch but Coven but Horror Story is just gross it was just like Some, there are parts of Black Mirror when it's like uh, well not like even just but it's not gory well I'm lying because this last season <laughs> See, friend. Okay, never mind. You don't have to. Right. I'm, I'm gonna stick with Frankie and Grace. <laughs> you know what? The nosedive episode. The nosedive episode. He could watch. Y'all That's... ain't supposed to be watching it anyway. Oh. My loves. Hey, my loves. She love y'all for real. Why y'all sitting up here that? trying to convince me to watch it, and she love y'all for real. See how y'all are. See how y'all are. Her loves. Sammy <laughs> Who said like, we watched Oh, you need Netflix. to watch. <laughs> <laughs> well, well, look, we'll find support the movement and find it on Boomerang. She loves us for real. <laughs> 
it might be on YouTube. Shit. How about I'm gonna watch it on Netflix? Look, and okay. they, and Netflix went up a dollar. Damn, and they, Monique talking about shit. That's her money. They raised the price a dollar, and I did not blink. I said they've gone up a dollar. She should have had. She should have got with you, friend, and got her analyticals together before she went in that meeting. That's what the problem was. Sydney went in that meeting looking in the notes on his phone and shit. <laughs> And Netflix looking at them like, this is this nigga talking about. Well, you know, she's back in the day. Monique is, uh, <laughs> it's a, a legend. Where is the numbers? <laughs> Sydney, you didn't talk Monique ass right back up out the door without 500000 that she could have left with. I just blame him. I'm sorry. Did she Linnell? Yeah, she did. Fuck with me. Y'all, she done put in a bid. I shot her shot. Are they not friends? I don't know. New England don't give a damn. <laughs> How no you do that? Monique ain't friends with nobody. To be I honest mean, with I you. guess. How, what you mean? She loves us all. <laughs> yeah, but she. Yeah, she, lo- she loves us for real. Not- <laughs> <laughs> all right, so y'all ready? Okay. Yes. So I was reading this study that said that um, it was a study published in the prestigious Proceedings of the National Academy of Sciences. And there was a study that recently came out, and it unearthed the fact that for one week in January of 2012, data scientists were messing around with Facebook, and they skewed what almost 700,000 users saw. And the point of the study... And it was called, the study uh, was, the point of it was called the emotional contagion. This was something that they were trying to test. So we were like guinea pigs. So what they did is they took half of those users and pumped them with really positive words, positive ads, positive information, like a positive feed that was cultivated. Mm. Then they took the other half and pumped it with a lot of, like, you know, crime-based videos, they actually took out positive words so that that energy was filtered out and all those people dealt with was a lot of negativity on their feed. So both sides dealt with those two uh, forms of energy for a week, a week straight. Mind you, they had no idea that they were even going through this. And then the point of the study was to see what they would be posting after that week. Did their mood shift? Like, does Facebook have the power to shift someone's entire mood and the trajectory of their week by controlling what they see on their feed? And no one knew that this was happening. Can you believe that? Was this legal? I swear to God I was just about to say that. Why is this even legal? Because when you sign up for Facebook... This is why they tell you not to do it. ...and you don't read the terms and conditions... They're, you basically sign up to be at their mercy for whatever studies and however they want to, you know, uh, control the population for whatever they're trying to figure out. And that happened in 2012, but it's, the information about it was just unearthed. Ain't in that the Russian wow. In the Russian investigation. That sounds like some of them goddamn Russians then did. <laughs> but isn't that something? My, like, when you really think about it, Facebook used to be the big social medium that everybody, well, it still is. But, like, I remember when it first was, like, starting, how everybody ran to it because of its exclusivity. And then it became the connector. Like, it, it's standard. Everybody uses Facebook. This makes so I just scared. don't see why it's fair. 
I understand that they have their terms and shit, but I don't see why it's fair that they would actually be able to do negative shit and and positive shit is cool, but like to actually alter that shit because that fucks with people's like daily. Like people could lose their jobs behind that. Like that's crazy. And the interesting thing is when they confronted some of the scientists that were a part of it, the data scientists. They, in their defense, they were claiming mm. that it wasn't done with malicious intent. It wasn't that they were purposely trying to, you know, ruin the week of the ones that had to deal with the negative aspect of it. They said that this is valuable information that will help companies like Facebook and Twitter and Snapchat and whichever <laughs> other social media platform will help them understand the importance of filtering out and censoring and creating different features that people have, you know, control over. Like, Asante, you were just saying that on Instagram, you notice there's a feature now where they automatically remove... Filter out harmful comments. Right. Or or you can even put... I know with YouTube, you can put specific words that you don't want to see in your Mm. comments, whether, you know, it's the N-word or the F-word, whatever word, you can filter it so it just never even comes into your awareness. So that's what they claimed, that this was for that, you know, to to serve as data that will be presented on why these features need to be enabled and designed and integrated into why the platform. Why didn't nobody a message? So what was the real deal, friend? <laughs> okay. <laughs> I mean, look at the history of scientists. Remember, even as we joke around with mice in these studies, you know, this their way of, of learning how to tinker with people's brains just to see the power and effect of whatever it is they're trying to figure out. We're no different than the mice, you know, and the fact that they would say that this is for data purposes and wasn't meant with any malicious intent, but then there's four, what was that, like uh, 350,000 people that were bombarded with negative images and words for a week, like, and they said that when they looked back at the study, the people's posts completely shifted. Like, you saw people speaking up on being really anxious and how they just weren't sleeping well and people being like, is it anybody else that had, like, just a fucking badass week? You know, because they just weren't aware that this was what was happening. And it just got me thinking about... Because this is just unearthed on Facebook. Right. But I'm pretty sure that there's a bigger... (laughs) Right probably like underlying theme with that just happening on all fronts on social media so what do you guys think of that though i just was really really blown and there's two more studies that was just one that i unearthed (laughs) there's two more that are just as fucked up it makes me very uncomfortable Mm -hmm. very uncomfortable and very like it's 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 an intrusion and a violation of your mind yeah and i just don't think that it is I know that it's not healthy, and I don't think that it is lawful and fair for them to manipulate people's lives like that. People could have responded to that in so many dangerous ways. Suicide, all kind of shit. Go home and beat the shit out of their spouse. That came you know, up, too, though. All of that. Like, So what? So question, what... What did they come up with? Like, it was any of the data released? What did what did they find out? What did the people did they only measure the diff- the difference rather in the types of posts that the people made? Did people have you know occurrences in their lives? Like, what did they come up with? Well, and this, uh, in case people want to look it up, there were tons of articles, but the ones that I looked at were, like I said, the 
Proceedings of the National Academy of Sciences. That's where the actual study was presented. So mm-hmm. if you want to like really look at it in detail. But then it's also on the Atlantic and on Mashable. Um, a couple other sites had it. But this is what I read. It said, the experiment is almost certainly legal. <laughs> in the company's current terms of service, Facebook users relinquish the use of their data for data analysis, testing, and research. Is it, eth- is it ethical, though? Since news of the study first emerged, I've seen and both heard privacy advocates and casual users express surprise at the audacity of the experiment. Even other scientists were saying how unethical that is because they're literally tinkering with your brain and your emotions uh, via ads, via posts, via control of your feed and filtering out and the fact that you don't know it's happening. But, and like you asked, Dustin, what was the conclusion and literally that was basically it the fact that it does work you can manipulate the masses by controlling their feeds and that's really valuable and scary information because think of how many people are on facebook and like i said this is just facebook that it was unearthed i'm sure this is the internet as a whole absolutely so that's why i would like to take one moment to just thank the lord up above that i know how to put my fucking phone down and that was my point because, uh, <laughs> of because, bringing this together, bringing all this information up in the first place. Because it's one thing to preach, like, meditate or take, you know, put your phone down sometimes and live your life. It's okay to preach that. But when you have actual scientific journals letting you know that they're fucking with your head on purpose. On purpose all the time. If that doesn't make you question the amount of time you spend on the internet and how it's starting to... Uh, permeate your day you know what i mean what like when you are having shitty days is there a correlation between how many hours you've been on the internet because with a study like this it seems like you should see that with way more clarity now and make that connect you know connect that dot like oh shit the days that i'm on you know facebook scrolling i do feel worse this all this all is very interesting because it makes me think about all the I hate to say this, cause I, but for lack of a better term, like all the super political shit that's been going on and why a lot of people are always in the dark. Like it almost makes me wonder, not to say that they would manipulate it per se for political reasons or anything like that, but it, also, it almost makes me wonder like the more time you spend on other websites, how they collect that data, like how do they use that data for you, but also how they use that data against you. Right. Because I think with advertising, they always, you know, you look at some shoes one night and then a couple days later, it's like, you know, shoes on sale, shoes on sale, it's all the advertisements on your computer. But then let's say you're trying to buy like, you're literally trying to buy shoes on sale and you buy some, but now it's still just telling you shoes on sale for the rest of the week. And it's like, well, damn, I've already bought shoes. And now you're trying to make me buy some more damn shoes. Like, what do I have to do to get rid of this advertisement? But it's just being punched in your head all the damn time. And that's just like on a very small scale. So I'm thinking about with all the stuff that happened in the news for black people, why people started to avoid and log off the Internet. But that affected people on a personal level. But a lot of people couldn't grasp what that meant because they were just being beat up with it. Right. So they didn't even want to take the time out to read up on any of it. And I feel like that's super irresponsible. And that's fucked up that they're allowed to do that shit. And I just looked up and it's and I like scrolled down to what it says. What did the paper itself find? And it said that the study found that by manipulating the news feeds of, of close to 700,000 Facebook users, it could affect the content which those users posted to Facebook. 
So more negative news feeds led to more negative status messages and more positive news news feeds led to more positive statuses. As far as the study was concerned, this meant that it had shown that emotional states can be altered and can be transferred to others via emotional contagion, leading people to experience the same emotions without their awareness of where it's even coming from. That's wild. And then here's the second study <laughs> that really blew my mind. Oh, my God. I know. That's I'm like, y'all. <laughs> like feel, once, I'm ready to fight. <laughs> shit. Like, once you start pulling up the studies, because that's the thing. No one's reading this shit. Right. So they're good. Right. <laughs> they can just keep doing it. That's Don't why sh- we have the show. <laughs> Share it on Facebook. <laughs> right. And then take that shit down okay. in like two minutes. They'll hide that shit. So there is um, a digital rights activist by the name of Andy Caravos, and she recently posted an article um, from the Globe, what is it, theglobeandmail.com. Right. I'm like, I've never heard of this site. <laughs> theglobeandmail.com, where basically they put Instagram on blast, where they said they interviewed someone named Matt Mayberry, who works at a California startup called, listen to the name of this company, Dopamine Labs. And this person said that it's common knowledge in the industry that Instagram exploits this craving of likes, listen to this, by strategically withholding likes from certain users. So the photo sharing app decides that you need to use the service more often. So it'll only show you a fraction of the likes you've received on a given post, hoping that you'll be disappointed with your haul and check back again in a minute or two. So they're tying in the speed with which your notifications come in with your insecurities. So they see that you maybe were unhappy with the number, so you close out. Then you come in to check again, and they kind of just like, release it in small doses to kind of keep you coming back, coming back, you know, and, and uh, refreshing your feed and checking to see your likes because they know that, you know, when you put up a picture, mm-hmm. you do that. You kind of stay there mm-hmm. and look. Listen. <laughs> Ain't that something? This is crazy. That's all I have to say. This is crazy and so unfair. And I just really feel bad because a lot of people have serious emotional issues based on rejection based on fear of rejection based on self-image all that kind of shit and they playing with them and matt krieger because this is what andy um caravo on twitter she shouted out matt krieger who is the co-founder and cto of instagram she put him on blast right on twitter and was like why are you doing this um she had like screenshots and highlights from the article and obviously the dopamine labs is a real place i looked it up um and the CTO was like, no, it's, he was like, yes, we, there's a delay in notifications. He's like, but it's not malicious. The same thing. It's not malicious intent. He said that sometimes notifications come in so fast that it's more so about getting an accurate counter and kind of delaying it so that it can be counted in, uh, properly as opposed to, it just all shooting up and then them having to take a couple likes away or whatever. You know, like he said, it's it's for the benefit of the app working se- seamlessly. I call bullshit. I you want me to too. tell you why? Twice. <laughs> because most people don't even garner enough likes for that to be relevant. If you're getting most people on the app, think about it. You know what I mean? The people who get millions of likes like that, yeah, that might work for them to monitor that kind of traffic. But yeah, if you're he posting... He means the, the app as a whole, like... 
just likes in general. That's bullshit. And it yeah. is manipulation for somebody who's going to get, say, I don't know, a, a smaller number. You know what I mean? It's just not necessary. They could get their likes in real time. Right. That should be something that's done literally to measure data, not to manipulate. That's not, that's, I yeah, this is crazy. Isn't that crazy? I just find this whole thing very unfair because I feel like, um, maybe we were part of, I, I don't remember the name of the generations, but we're part of the last generation that before it almost, feel, I feel like, goes like fully digital and whatnot. Or, but we're the last, the first generation uh, for the internet. I can't remember the phrase. Where it was like fully integrated? Yes. Mm-hmm. Like, but we were still people. Like, we we were still like doing shit. We still like cared about having interaction. <laughs> about going outside. Right. Because, right. you know, I, I can speak for myself as to say that I do not go the fuck outside. <laughs> like, I, I'm one of those people that I'm not stuck behind my computer a lot, but I am stuck behind like video games. I'm always stuck behind the screen, whether it's a TV or something. So you're always literally, you feel like connected. Because people talk about all that stuff, but you're literally disconnected because you're sitting in front of these screens. Now, whether or not you use these screens to learn, you know, to actually learn valuable stuff or watch trash or balance between the two, you still have to experience all these advertisements, whether it's the TV, whether it's your cell phone or your on your favorite app, or whether it's the fucking, uh, the movies, even the movies. Now, I feel like the ads are longer, and they do these random-ass ads that aren't even movie trailers. And I'm like, what the hell is this before the mm. movies? Like, this is crazy as hell. So I just think that it's crazy that we haven't finished learn, learning how the tricks to developing as people, and we don't have a lot of spaces for that, which I feel like is why wellness is so very important. Right. And then we're developing all of these technologies to play with people's emotions and lives, but we're not... Like, after that study, did Facebook, like, do a... Uh, did they publish data on how they went back to uh, reconcile all the people that they saw do right. statuses about getting fired or cutting right. themselves? Or did they d- decide to send them a message or suggest suicide prevention or no shit like that? Nope. They just like they did, just did they Facebook status from the official account and apologized. They literally took their data and said, well, you signed up for it and kept it pushing. We got what we wanted. And so to make y'all feel better, we sorry, but we got it anyway. Like, we didn't mean it like that. I was fucking your mom on your couch, but, you know, I didn't mean to hurt your feelings. <laughs> right. It felt good for us. Like, what? And then as far as the ads, they what they do is that they look into the mental state of everyone's statuses. Because you got to keep in mind, people are super honest and open, mm-hmm. right? So they look at relationship statuses, how they change. Kalani. <laughs> so they see like, oh, he's single now or she's single now. They're single now. They know that. Maybe there was a breakup involved, so you're probably at a low point right now. So they purposely bombard you in that moment with more ads, buy this, buy this, buy this. You know, just to kind of play into your emotions with that. If so you're in like a blackpeoplemeet.com. <laughs> right? And even just I mean, there are tons of studies out that say people tend to spend more money when they're sad. Mm. You know, they tend to buy more. And so they're really playing into all those emotions, even if they notice that you're... Because, um, you know, the cookies that follow you around all the different sites, like even when you leave Facebook, oh, yes. you go to another one. Like you ever, like, went to buy shoes or something, and then you didn't buy the shoes, and then you go on Facebook or Instagram, and suddenly this exact pair of shoes mm-hmm. are yep. the ad the that ad, pop yeah. up? Yeah. And now I've heard, have y'all heard people saying that they didn't even go on the site? It was something they were just talking, talking about. about. Yeah. 
around their phone, yeah. which I've actually experienced. So that is absolutely true. I was talking about a couch <laughs> with Maya. What kind of I... couch was you talking about? <laughs> Watch it pop up on your Instagram. I'm going to start seeing couch. And it popped up on Instagram and I could not believe that. And I don't even like Steam. That shit. I do not you like You know that. our friend Steam Fox. Mm-hmm. Steam Shout out to Fox. Steam. <laughs> How she was saying that she was, um, I think she has Alexa. And she was in mm. front of her TV. Mind you, the TV was off. And she was just shaking her sheets because she had just washed them and was putting them on the bed. And the TV turns on. This is a smart TV. And across the TV, uh, you see it say, do you need laundry detergent? Woo! Oh. Scared? No. <laughs> Throw it out. No. That motherfucker, no. let me tell you something. No. Alexa would have been pushing up daisies fucking with me. Yep. That ain't no way in hell. That's why From Sophia the, the robot. But that means either they could see that she was changing the sheets because how did they? And then people were like, "Oh, well, she heard the sheets." That's and like, like heard a, the well, sheets? a scary movie. Terrifying. We've seen those kind of movies where they where the messages be flying across the TV <laughs> and shit. Yeah. Hell like no, 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 no. Oh, and I you. knew I never would get that Alexa. <laughs> never. I never wanted never. to just because. You be it's, it's basically surveillance in your me, house. Let me tell you something. Ugh. You know people are listening to everything you're talking about. You think Alexa turns off? You think Alexa really turns let off? Let me tell you something. I have a PlayStation, I have a PS4, and I don't have the camera because you know the camera <laughs> and the mic. Because I I heard that people be hacking into your stuff and they do this on computers. Mm-hmm. I mean they do. Black I was, mirror. I mean they people Season hack into your shit See? and they will look through <laughs> your cameras. And they can do it, they say, on your cell phone. It can happen on your laptop. And then sell you and, back your own video. And it can happen on your camera, on your video game cameras. And when I was at Mo's house, shout out to Moselle Pompey Wine Shop, his Xbox, it uh, it's voice activated. So, like, if it hears a certain command, it'll, like, pop up on the screen. And it kept just popping up. And I was like, you listening to her. We're not talking to you no. or about you. Stop. That's when you like get that. that hammer out and get to smashing that thing down. <laughs> it's going to happen Hit it day. with the hammer, man. <laughs> Terminator, I believe it. Skynet, all that's real. But they follow everything um, because of the cookies. They follow everything from your credit line, the grocery types that you order, your beauty products, even your restaurant choices, your store preferences, household shopping volumes, even how you commute. Your cold and allergy medicine purposes, you know what I mean? <laughs> frequency and type of vacations, birthday, pregnancies. I mean, they are fully aware of your mental state 24-7. I'm about to close my Google account. Because, you know, Google knows literally all of your Of business. course, because everyone's following you. All these sites follow you off the right. site. Don't think that because you closed off of Facebook that they're not still keeping track of where else you're going. And just like your internet and I guess... uh social imprint or data or whatever. So it's just, I mean, I think I couldn't even decide which study blew my mind the most. The Instagram one really blew me, though. That was wild. And then the last one was a ProPublica report that was released in the fall of 2017 that said that Facebook was violating civil rights laws. Because they were approving housing ads that excluded users based on race, religion, and gender. Housing and job ads. So when someone was placing an ad, they could purposely click no black people, no one from, you know, these specific neighborhoods, and really cultivate an ad that would target, you know, white people or whoever it was specifically, or the class, the specific class they were hoping to see their product. And a lot of these are housing ads and job ads. So you're 
perp- like you are this is definitely a civil rights law violation. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. And I didn't even know that. I didn't know that Facebook allowed ads like that. Because they were hiding how we were targeting audience. And that was Facebook's response. They mm-hmm. were saying that it's of technology it that targets audience so that you can get the audience that you know will use the product or is around such and such neighborhood or will, you know, or fits the, the tax bracket that you need for the particular apartment. I don't like none of this shit. Sucks, man. I don't like this at all. I don't. Especially because it's just full of excuses when they get confronted. I think that's mm-hmm. the craziest part. Instead of them just being... I mean, then again, would Mark Zuckerberg really be like, yeah. Right. <laughs> we didn't want black people to move I mean, that shit, building. his ass... He is the right one to do it since he owned fucking Facebook. Be like, you know, I did that shit. And uh, here's why. And then if he could actually try to make it make sense, he'd be like, you know what? That's fucked up, but at least I get that shit. Right. And then remove his ass. But what do you guys... <laughs> what do you guys think is the best way to, to like, counter these effects happening to people on a daily basis or what Make do you your do own social media app Here we shout go. out to famous famous um created a new app called gossip in the city and you really? got to pay to be a part of it it's a whole website okay. community all that and you have to pay your way in wow. and yeah that's how you do it you have to build your own shit that's the only way you can't trust anybody else on that level there's so many um motivations I, the, I, there's so many things that motivate companies to make decisions like this that are unethical right. out of greed out of all kinds of shit and they're pursuant of data, data and information that, that they can't get um, in a normal way that's the information that they want and they're motivated by so many different factors they'll make more money with it they'll be able mm. to design something that will benefit them specifically whatever and you can't control that as corporations and things get bigger and the issues and concerns and the goals change we feel the effects and it's never blatant it's never deliberate and it's never just flat out laid out in front of you it's always done underneath some sort of guise. Right. So I just Under don't like it. I don't like the manipulation. I like I think that the only way you can avoid it is just by creating your own small communities. That's it. What do you think of I don't know, man. It's really hard. I mean, I really just want, it's it's hard for me to say just log off because that's so hard to do. Right. And even in doing so, everybody else is still connected. And if someone's filling you in, they're filling you in based on what is, you know, logged on. So it's like you might as well be the devil you do. You might as well be online and get all the information right. But um, I do want to implore people to just uh, communicate a lot uh, with themselves if something feels wrong to you on the internet, like if you are like on the internet, you're like, damn, a lot of people are posting or, and you feel like you're getting out of place. I should say, because if you feel like you want to try hard to do something on the internet, try and do it because you want to do it. or You want to do it because it's fun. Don't do it because you see a lot of people are doing it this way and you have to be a part of that. Or don't just do shit because it is being bombarded with you on your Facebook. Like don't run with that information, go out and get your own information. Because I feel like you're going to be hit with ads, you're going to be hit with suggested suggested uh, buys, suggested whatever. But it's still up to you to communicate with yourself and say, okay, like, you know, I see these ads. Do I want to click them? Yes, no. Like, do I have this time to waste? Okay, cool. You know, I don't. Let me stay on Facebook. Damn, it's a lot of sad shit going on today. Do I want that to affect me? Or I'll affect, let it affect me for this amount of time? X, Y, Z. Like, it's just too many steps to give people. But so I just say communicate with yourself as much as you can. And not with yourself online. 
Lock your ass off. Just take breaks. Listen to music. <laughs> That's why I say play video games. Like video games are go still outside, hang with your go friend. outside. Just do something fun. And I say play video games still too because people find that just fun as hell. And it's not like you you're playing a game and you're getting like beats advertisements in them. Now I should say. Because I, I could be playing, let's say you're playing Call of Duty, you might be shooting up a house and see it's a Sony TV or something. You're like, whoa, look at that Sony TV. So <laughs> shit be changing all the goddamn time. Fran, what do you got? Well, actually, there was one last thing because it's also Facebook is also creating algorithms that mine the data of children. That's another specific algorithm they have, which is in children as in 14 and younger, where they have um, an algorithm that looks for words like stressed, sad, depressed, down, you know, and they purposely bombard those accounts with gaming clothing, you know, toys, things that the kid, of course, playing into their sadness and insecurities will have the kid wanting to buy it or harassing their parents and just creating even more tension in the household. And Isn't that something? And that was actually uh, an analysis done by an Australian researcher. You can find that article on Mashable.com. Dirty lowdown. Yeah, mining Facebook for young people and children feeling stressed, overwhelmed, and useless. See, when you do things like that, whoever is responsible for that, whoever's idea that was, and the people that greenlit that, the people that were like, okay, yeah, let's go ahead and get this and and go after these children's data, those people, bad things happen to people like that. It always does. Whether it's them, whether it's their children, their grandchildren, it always comes back on those people. And you literally watch it happen. There's no way that you can do something like that and have good energy come your way. Right. You just can't. And I I hope I see it. I hope it's on Facebook. I hope they on live when it happens. But you know what? Sometimes people that are, like, into science don't view ethical standards. You know, like, it's all about the information, the data, the point of the project, the conclusion, the study, by any means necessary. Until you hurt their (laughs) feelings. Then it's personal. That's why I'm on my Evelyn Braxton shit. Hurt feelings. Because <laughs> they don't have any problem hurting yours and taking your data. All I'll say is... <laughs> Take data! That for me, the two sides of it that are important is also what you're posting on Facebook. Yes, friend. If you're, and this isn't to say don't share if you don't want... Like, if you feel sad and you want to share it, I mean... By all means, if that's how you feel. But keep in mind that there are algorithms set in place that are mining these words that are looking to see when you're sad, when you uh, switch your relationship status. You know, when you happen to be on those websites online shopping like crazy because you had a rough month and you taking it out on your credit card. You know, like, it's paying attention to all of your movements. And so maybe... Outside of just being like, how could Facebook do that? Maybe you should also kind of look like, well, damn, what, you know, how much am I sharing Mm -hmm. (laughs) on the internet about how sad I am or to even allow them to find you? So that's number one. Get a journal, you know, or maybe build more community around you. Or start a blog, you know, where you work out your emotions and have people follow you there. Mm -hmm. I mean, hey, I'd rather that than you. Uh, be 
targeted by Facebook so that, you know, with these ads well, if and you studies. Do, if you start your own blog, like Dustin said, do, get you your own. And make money in the meantime. And, and get your own, <laughs> and make your own ads. Sell off your own ads. And make your own ads. Because <laughs> I was thinking so about sad. when you go on them blogs and it'd be them Google ads and be like, oh, snap, it's another thing. <laughs> but you're right, though. And also, I think the morning, your morning routine is usually the most, I said routine mm. with an M. <laughs> wow. You know, that was just a combination of routine <laughs> and regimen. <laughs> right, and y'all let that slide. Routine. Oh, look, That's like Valentine's Day. Not, I rock with Valentine. The Book of Revelations. Now you know damn well you know S on the end of Revelation. <laughs> Revelations thirteen twenty six. Like, Nigga, ain't no S on the end of Revelation. But we've said it before on the show. Start a morning routine that does not include social media. As yeah. hard as that is, take baby steps. Maybe 10 minutes before, you know, give yourself 10 minutes before you jump in. Or for me, you know what helped me? I would give myself specific tasks like brush your teeth or shower, eat your breakfast, stretch, or maybe go to the gym. You know, do these five things before you open any social media site Mm -hmm. or even your email. Break it down into tasks, and that way you can kind of, like, retrain your brain into making this an integrated routine for your morning. Something like that. It could be as simple as, like, I'm not going to open it until I brush my teeth, you know, or until I pick out my outfit. Something. Anything. But the less time you spend on these sites, the less time they're tinkering in your brain so it's something to think about amen pretty much that's what i got from it y'all can't be in my brain so i'm gonna be (laughs) offline for a minute right and instead (laughs) of pointing fingers which obviously we should be because this is terrible all these journals but be accountable too yeah right be accountable for how much time you spend on these sites where this would even be your reality yeah you know that should be the bigger picture you being like damn but it's hard friend that's it's what, so hard that's it's what i was it's telling you we're like that last generation like we're that generation that really got the internet and then everyone's gonna have it now they're born they're literally born into the internet it's true because even like when you're at the gym what do you do you turn on spotify because you're gonna stream yeah. your music if you're gonna work out at home what do you do you're probably on youtube getting yeah. the you know so it's like it's just so integrated into everything we do so i get it it's hard but Maybe go on a social media diet where if you go online, it doesn't have to be Twitter or Facebook. Right. You know, read a cooking blog and try some new recipes. That's right. Right. This is other sides of the internet. Yeah, you know, I'm, I'm actually discovering uh, Pinterest. Really? You and Maya. Yeah, I didn't get into Pinterest at first. she's redoing her apartment. Well, she just moved, so mm. she's in Pinterest pinning <laughs> mania. <laughs> yeah, you know, I'm about to recolor my hair, so I've been pinning all the hairstyles that I want to do. And then, you know, fitness is going to be a bigger part of my life. So I've been pinning all the exercises for each day that I want to work on. So I could just go to Pinterest, pull up my list, and get that out and get out the gym, okay? Cute. I was looking to see. I was like, I wonder if Asante's going to be here today. (laughs) (laughs) But that's it. What did you guys think of the hot button issue this week? I'm going to be looking over my shoulder the whole way home. I'm scared. And it's nighttime, too. I'm scared (laughs) to go down the street. I'm going to be turning around every time I think somebody following me or something. And test it. Test the ad one. Would talk to someone about a product and then wait a couple of days or even that day and see if it pops up as an ad on mm. Facebook and Instagram. It happens, yo. It's bugged out. And shout out to Steen for that scary ass story about the laundry detergent. Damn. Let's let's hold our phones in the air and talk about winning lottery ticket numbers. <laughs> I was just gonna say I'm gonna start signing on my Facebook uh, with a tagline "Moneymaker" or something. <laughs> yeah. Hey y'all, hope y'all have a blessed day, Moneymaker. <laughs>
Today's episode is brought to you by Birchbox. Birchbox is a monthly beauty subscription that sends five samples tailored to skin, hair, and style right to your door. Brands vary from well-known to indie, and each box is personalized based on the recipient's beauty profile. So it's always a unique gift, no matter who you give it to. Birchbox is designed for women who don't have the time or inclination to obsess about beauty, but still want to look and feel great. It was created for women, by women, as a better way to shop for beauty. Now, I know some people that have actually talked to me about the Birchbox subscription that they've given to their friends. I had a friend who was like, my mom, she does not want to go out and do nothing in her life, so I got her the Birchbox. And I actually, he, t- he was telling me this, and then he was like, am I your mom? <laughs> You might be, friend. <laughs> well, you might not be because he was telling me that he was looking at his mom's uh, medicine cabinet the other day. And he found this cream. And he was like, oh, I'm stealing this. And that she was trying to fight him over. And he was like, I can't believe my mom put me onto something that actually works for my lips. Because my mom be walking around here with her lipstick and her makeup and stuff. But I'm supposed to be the one giving her all the tips. Because he learned how to do all the makeup and everything. Cute. So subscribe today and save 20% off a 3, 6, or 12-month subscription. Or your purchase of $30 or more in the Birchbox shop. Birchbox is regularly $10 a month, but when you sign up for a 3, 6, or 12-month subscription with our code FRIENDZONE, you'll get it for only 8 bucks a month. Just go to birchbox.com slash friendzone and use the code FRIENDZONE. So that's it for this week's hot button issue. Let's jump into this week's wellness segment. <laughs> do it for the vine. I ain't gonna do it. Do it for the vine. I ain't gonna do it. Do it for the vine. Well, 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 well. <laughs> Y'all are a mess. What you got for us, friends? So y'all remember a couple, it may have been like two years ago that I told you guys about Yoga with Adrian. Yes, yeah. on YouTube. Yes. Yeah. So every January, she does her 30-day challenge to help you ease into connecting with your body again. And then it's from the comfort of your own home. So for whatever reason, it slipped my mind this year. But by the time you guys hear this... Won't it be February 1st? Oh, no. The next day will be February right. Okay. 1st. Jay, we almost out of we January. We almost out of here. <laughs> so, you guys are listening to this on a Wednesday. Tomorrow's Thursday, February 1st. What better time? I'm catching you right there yeah, you for literally you are. to potentially start a new practice. Huh. What I love about Yoga with Adrienne is that she is really easeful in her practice. She's really cute. She's funny. She has a cute personality. Makes you laugh. She makes like little lame jokes that crack you up and kind of <laughs> take you off the serious, you know, so you don't take it too seriously. It's really lighthearted and fun. And all the classes are different lengths. Some of them are 25 minutes, some are 19, some are 30, some are 40, based on whatever the practice is covering. Because sometimes she'll cover specific mantras like be brave, be fearless, be free. Mm. And she'll have your body twist in ways that will kind of tap into where those emotions may be blocked in your body. It's really, really beautiful. Beautifully put together, well thought out. Um, I think it's a beautiful like way to start the year. And January already passed, but it's okay. We're still early. And just reconnect with your body. Like I was saying, um, I finished cleaning my house and and shifting the energy of my apartment to kind of cater to where my energy is now for this new year. Mm-hmm. And now I'm, my goal is to reconnect with my body. That's the theme for Amen. February. So January was home. February is body. And so I've been in the gym kind of restructuring what the gym means to my body now. 
you guys know I'm at the Cairo because he's helping me with my neck and my spinal health. So, you know, like, this is what the theme is for me. And so I'm actually excited to start yoga with Adrian's practice and kind of reconnect with my body. <laughs> and then the beauty of my home. Okay. Right? With all the changes I made. So that's yoga with Adrian. She spells her name A-D-R-I-E-N-E. And you can find that on YouTube. She already finished because January is pretty much over. But you can use it to start um, and follow along with February because obviously the month doesn't really matter. It's just about following the consecutive order. And right now she has 30. And the last thing I wanted to add because I know people are like, well, what yoga mat do you use? I use a mat called Lifeform. Mm -hmm. Beautiful mat. The reason I love it so much is because it has alignment points on the mat. Mm. You know how sometimes, yeah, you know how you (laughs) have you guys done yoga before? Yeah, Yeah. you know when you're standing in certain poses, like the warrior pose, you might not feel if you're aligned properly. Like Mm -hmm. when your feet are separated and your hands have to go up in the air. So the mat has lines, so you can put your toe, your foot, your your front foot your back foot on the line, and that way you know that your spine is standing with the proper posture. Mm. So it helps you maintain form. I'm not going to say the price of the map because I'd rather you roll your eyes at me in the comfort of your own home. (laughs) So look it up. Don't make me look this. (laughs) Look it up and do your research. (laughs) It is worth it. You know, what's the aside from the alignment lines, which was really what made me get it because with all my back problems, I also love the fact that it. <laughs> Sante's really looking this up. Don't say it on the show. <laughs> um, it. Uh, you can sweat a storm. You can literally spray water on it. And, oh my god! <laughs> and it absorbs it like immediately. Have you guys ever had a cheap mat that like you're slipping and sliding the whole time because mm-hmm. you're sweating yep. on it and it's not absorbing? Just it's not absorbing. I mean, some of the cheap mats still do a good job but mm-hmm. some don't and some will have you sliding like on all fours in the middle of a class because it just wasn't a good enough grip uh, to stay with you while you're doing the poses so it's important to have a good mat so that you can stay in alignment and, and hold the pose without feeling like you're about to fall off the mat so life form that's L-I-F-O-R-M-E and I, the reason I got that mat is because all the yoga instructors I know that have been teaching for, like, for years, the vets, obviously you kind of low-key want the mat that they have. Yes. Because obviously they know better than anyone. And I, I noticed they say. all have the same mats. I was like, okay, that's the key right there. I'm going to have to get it just because it's going to pop up in my advertisements for the rest of my life now. <laughs> and you know what's cute? They have the different colors. I, w- I based, just selected Yes. It. They have <laughs> different colors based on the energy yeah, based on the energy that, that kind of aligns with where you're at, whether you're doing yoga for, like, energy in the morning or is it for calm, for love, for sweetness. Super cute. I got a pink one. Aw. Right? Perfectionist quality. Oh, the green one looks really cute. The green one is heart. It's so sweet. So, and the last tip is that I asked Jara, who if you've been to my wellness tour, you know Jara is the yoga instructor on the tour. I was asking her for tips on how to properly clean a yoga mat since she's an instructor she's around mats all day i'm like how do you keep them clean she suggested that you guys spray uh do a a mixture of water and tea tree oil Mm. 
Right? I know. That's it? That's it. She said that's what they do at her studio. And every studio she's ever been to, she was like, you'll notice there's always that little spray bottle in the corner. Yeah. And when you go and grab it, it always smells like tea tree. She said that's what you do. Just put, you know, a couple of dots. What is wrong with me today? (laughs) A couple drops. You changed my life right now. (laughs) Right? And then you spray the mat down, wipe it down. It even works with mats that have designs, like our alignment life format. (sighs) And, yeah, so those are three tips. Yoga with Adrian, 30-day challenge. Let's all start it tomorrow. We can be accountability partners. That'd be cute, actually. It we should would. be accountability partners. Like, who did day oh. one? Um, that's the mat that I use, and then that's how to keep it clean. So that's it for this week's wellness segment. Hope you guys feel good. What does Adrian say? Find what feels good. That's her slogan. <laughs> I like that. Yoga with Adrian is so cute. Oh, my God. It's just such a cute thing. She like. is adorable like i'm so happy that she's blown up because she deserves it she's probably the best yoga teacher on youtube for sure that's what's up so that's it let's jump into this week's music man mr music man what you got for us this (laughs) sunday it's the music man segment uh actually i'm so thrilled (laughs) because i want to start the segment off with the the playlist pledge for the month because this is literally the last week probably the last day of january jammy jan has been released uh i promoted it uh last week i told you guys who was on it so go out and check check out jammy jan and forget yeah jammy, <laughs> jammy jan yeah because it's jammy jan the january jams but i did it backwards and i put jammy and then it's just jam because that's my jump that's my jam uh <laughs> turn it up and play it again hey. oh, that was the damn black eyed peas song it's the jam it's the jam when it was shout out to the black eyed peas back when the black lady was on it but no i'm not hating on fergie either Anyway, uh, Jamie Jans is out. Uh, don't forget to tweet me and let me know what your faves are on every playlist. I just like to know what you guys are feeling and what y'all, uh, how y'all are feeling, actually, because what y'all like tells me where y'all are at, and it tells me where I could take the next uh, month's playlist. And I think that that's really dope that y'all want to vibe with me. Uh, for next month, I'm going to be doing another playlist, but I'm going to do something different. I'm going to make my first collaborative playlist. It's something on Spotify where you can make a playlist and you can do it where other people can add to it. Oh no! So way. yeah, so That's I'm gonna cute. um I'm gonna do this really wild. I think I'm gonna do a, um I'm gonna pick like three people on Twitter. Like if you tweet me um, that you're interested in doing, I'm gonna pick three people to do it, and we're gonna make a playlist together. And I haven't figured out exactly how I'm gonna do it, but once I pick the three people. So just tweet me that you're interested. I'm gonna go tweet me some people that you listen to, so I can know that we might musically go together, and we'll play the game that way. Because if you're telling me you should put Inye on there, then we should not be doing on this playlist together. So that's how I want to do that because I just really want to talk to the people and play with the people. Anyway, I also wanted to do a musical icebreaker because I just thought that it would be really funny to do. And this one comes from the emails from Satira. And it says, hey, friends, if you had a sitcom about your life, what songs would be on the soundtrack? For example, you would have to have a song for your opening credits, love moments, and family scenes. So just three songs. Mine would be uh, Loveful. Oh, for the opening credits, Loveful. By the Cardigans. Yeah. I love that song. Um, for cute love moments, my place by tweet. This is cute. Oh wait, wait. Love full for cute love moments. My place by tweet for sexy moments, and run to the sun for family moments. Um, a little all over the place with quality bops. So shout out to Ty for saying that. Um, so you have your opening credits. Oh man, opening credits. 
I have my loved Yo, one. Yo, this is so funny. Wait, opening credit, loved one, and family moment? Yes, fam- and family scenes. Okay, family I moments. have my loved one. Okay, give it to us. The Flamingos. I only have oh. for you. Yes, anytime that comes on in a movie, I don't know what it is. Wow. <sighs> That's a good one. Like, <laughs> y'all know it. Yes. Wait, hold on. Yes, friend. Shabam Fong. I can't see anyone but you. Anytime I have heard that in a in a movie, the scene is always super fucking cute. They're like in the back of a car. What I mean, I don't know how cute that is, but you know what I mean. Uh, well, depending <laughs> depending on the type of vehicle, <laughs> not vehicle. <Okay. laughs> That's my loved one. I have to think about the rest. Wow, this is fun. Okay. Shibam bum. Shibam bum. I only have five. Up, up. Oh, you. Okay, so opening credits, my music would be It's Getting Funky by the DLC. Uh-huh. I said, like, when I come up out the subway, I feel like I hear that song. Yeah, boy! <laughs> like, all the time. So that would be opening credits. Love moments. Damn! Um, probably... Probably... Uh, mm, okay, if this is airing on BET, my love moments are going to be to lose control by Silk. If mm. this is airing on MTV, <laughs> my love my love moments will be the All of the Lights interlude. You know mm. that instrumental All of the Lights, <laughs> mm-hmm. where it's just oh, a cute. piano yes. and like the strings. Yes, that would be it. What was the other one? Family moments. Mm-hmm. Probably. A Maze song, probably Amazing Frankie, probably Joy and Pain by Amazing Frankie Beverly. <laughs> yeah, Bye. yeah, hey, and pay family, hey. you know, cooking dinner and Sunshine. shit. Yeah, oh, that's cute. That's yeah. so you. Yeah, you know, for <laughs> that's so you. Um, okay, I I have my intro one. Okay, my opening credits. <laughs> my opening credits. Oh Lord. Yeah, oh, that's yeah, tell yeah, me that yeah, don't sound yeah, like yeah, it is. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> yeah, you can see the show. Yes. They keep running away, starring friends. <laughs> <laughs> the far side can't keep running away. I did want to do Maya's version or Mood Ring, oh. Fallen. Oh yes, in love with you because she killed that. Even the she video, did. that's one of my favorite songs. It makes me happy automatically. And that was a great visual too. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> I gotta think of the family one. What's yours or something? Um, okay, so mine is out of place too. But uh for my love song, uh Oh, this is cute. I really like uh Ryan Leslie has damn there's a couple of different songs. Oh. Fuck. Um I was gonna say I'm addicted to you. Mm-hmm. Great pop. <laughs> But there was, there's other, he has a song called Quicksand that I really love. Oh, 
Love. And there's also a song called Chibberish. Out of the Blue, but I don't think that's that's more of like a not a love song really. But well, I mean, I mean, if it, I'm getting dumped. Uh, right, that's <laughs> what I'm saying. Out of the blue. So like, that's a good love song to play for somebody you meet the night that that was going to be a really fucking scenario. <laughs> oh, but let me just delicioso. <laughs> <laughs> Anyway, um, I have one for my opening credits, right? Uh, <laughs> Next caller by T.S. Madison and Kyle. <laughs> no, it gotta be, um, it gotta be like Outcast, or it gotta be. Oh, you know what? Throughout this journey, it was a really, <laughs> it was a really, it wasn't a popular song, but there's a song. Uh, it's not Outcast, but Big Boys on the track. It's like. Uh, dun, dun. Music makes the people where we go. Uh, but my heart is like Music a marching band. No, no, no. Oh. Uh, but my heart is like a marching band. I'm a fan in the stands. Hey, babe. I can't remember the name of the song, but it will be my <laughs> my intro because like Janelle Monae. Okay, I'm gonna look this song up and then I'm gonna come right back to it. Uh, we're gonna do listens lately and then I'm gonna bring this song back up. So, what have you guys been listening to lately? Um, who about? See, I was still thinking of my family songs. <laughs> oh, you still? Did you do your family song? Oh, I didn't do a family song either, did I? Did you do your family song? Yeah, but I want to change it. Well, I want to add a, the second song. Okay, what's your second song? Be Optimistic by Sounds of Blackness. <laughs> <laughs> that is a family song. Oh, that is that a is. Be Optimistic. Song. That is, that come is. on, that's a family moment. Turning that chicken in that fryer. <laughs> that's a family moment, I'm telling you. Washing greens. <laughs> Cleaning the shit out of them chitlins. It's a family song. The song was not called Morris Brown. Maybe I'll do, I'll pay homage. Cause I'm, cause see, I was thinking more it generic. Was outcast. Oh, it was outcast. It was outcast featuring Scar and Sleepy Brown. Oh, and, I love Sleepy. Brown. And the song was called Morris Brown. Oh, I know <laughs> was, that song. Right. What song? What part were you talking about? The, the, when he be the, when Scar be singing. <laughs> Dustin got a soundtrack. I don't know with. why that just started playing. I'm so sorry, y'all. <laughs> Like it started off with the whistle. Jam. I just don't know. Like a marching band. I'm a fan of the I learned that in a minute. Hey, baby. Hey, baby. <sighs> just sunny day bops. I'm going to go with Hector Lavo. Just because it makes me think of Saturday mornings. You know, when your mom will wake up cleaning, you smell uh, mistoline. Well, at Ooh. least for us, it was mistoline. Mm. <laughs> <laughs> Fabuloso. This makes me think of Saturday morning. Y'all know Hector Lovell? Mm-mm. Put me on. J-Lo and Mark Anthony did the movie about him. Oh, really? Yeah. I was about to say, is that the song that um, Eve sampled? You never heard this? Mm. No, but that's jamming. <laughs> <laughs> Maybe in passing. <laughs> right. It's a really dope song. Maybe in the barbershop. It's I don't called know. Dia de la Suerte. Or Dia de Suerte. That's the day of good luck. Now, you know what other song would be a good love song that I love? Which? Uh, don't Let Me Be Misunderstood. Like the, the, like the 12. I'm just a. <laughs> no. the, the, the 12 uh, you never heard the I'm just a soul oh, baby 
Do you understand me now? I'm just a man like any other man. Cause I'm just a soul whose intentions are good. Dump, 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 dump. Oh, Lord, please don't let me be misunderstood. And then it's got like the... You know where I you heard this that, song? Yeah. You've heard this song, but you haven't heard it where I've heard it. I only know it because on the Kill Bill soundtrack, oh, no. it was on there. And I was like, damn, because it, it was in the scene I remember where it was fucking it up. And I was I like, know, it wasn't Kill Bill. It was, um, what's the other movie with Uma Thurman and John Travolta? Um, Pulp Fiction. You know, I watched Pulp Fiction for the first time last month. What'd you think, friend? I was like, you know, I want to see what makes this a cult classic. And... I, you still looking? You I, yeah. <laughs> still on the hunt. <laughs> still got your eagle eye out. <laughs> Is it me? No. <laughs> but, so, but visually, if nothing else, I like visually, yeah, you can see, you know, cool. yeah. But so, some of the, the the writing, I was like, um, mm. anyway, go ahead. <laughs> no, so the song is called. Don't let me be misunderstood, and it's by the Esmeralda. It's the uh, the Esmeralda Suite, but friend. I'm like waiting for. Sound like pass that Dutch. <laughs> pass that Dutch. Pass that Dutch. But you the. the... And then the horns be coming in, and it just start to take off. I'd be high as hell listening to this. Yeah, you do, bro. <laughs> I picture sure Asante high as hell listening to this flamenco this actually, ass music. This should be my opening song. <laughs> and you watching me roll up and all this shit. And you're like, what in the fuck is this music? And this Talk nigga about rolling plot up. twist. <laughs> and then it... <laughs> <laughs> what? <laughs> the fucking jam. No hey! One, no one would think this is your theme music, Ever. Bro. I would take it out. <laughs> And then John Legend actually covered the song too. It's so many versions of that song. It's yeah, a classic. Like a, <laughs> yeah. It just be going. I'm out. just a soul. That's my opening credit song. <laughs> <laughs> and then and then right when you think the beat gonna drop, I want to flip and then I want Bryson Tiller to sing it. Oh boy. <laughs> oh man. Okay. Now y'all not talking about the Grammys. Go ahead. Oh well no. Say what you gotta it's, say. It's Shit. The, go ahead. It's it's in music. It is you have to talk about it. I was it. just it was interesting to see him with a different hat. Who wait? <laughs> so yeah. Um, so yeah, he was he he did have a different hat, and it was definitely a different sight to see, was it not? <laughs> Bryson Tiller was chilling. Yeah, Asante left the studio, and then the doors opened. <laughs> he was Bryson Chiller. <laughs> that's what that was. Yeah. I guess that's all I was going to say. Um, what are your listens lately, Dustin, since Asante ran well, since out Asante the studio? Asante has now become our dearly departed. <laughs> uh, I've been listening to um, Payroll Giovanni and Cardio have a new project out called Big Boss in Volume 2. It's Detroit rap. Um, but everybody knows who Finko Payroll is, and Payroll Giovanni um, from Doughboy's Cash Out. Anyway, it's a really cool product with the producer, Cardo. Um, it's a dope project. So I've been listening to that. Um, I have also taken it back, believe it or not. And I pulled out the Master P Ghetto D album. Okay. Yeah, I was in a Master <laughs> P mood. I wanted to hear Let's Get Them. Where they at? There they go. There they go. Hey. Oh, pass me them things. Let's get them. I wanted to hear that. <laughs> so I've been like, I've been listening to that. Yeah. 
And also shout out to for now. Right. Shout out to the cranberries. Um as we mentioned, you know, the lead singer Dolores passed away. Okay. In your head, okay? I just you know, I love the cranberries. I always have. I remember being a kid and Linger coming out and like that was them. And I also want Jasmine Sullivan to cover that. I want I I pray. I pray to God. It's a few things that I want to happen. But once I found out that the lead singer of the Cranberries, Dolores, had passed away, I tweeted, like, dear God, please let it be on Jasmine Sullivan's heart to sing Lincoln. Oh, my God. Because I felt like, you know, when she says, do you have to? Do you, you have, have to? She would kill you that. have to let it linger. Yeah. Think about the I'm such a fool for you. Pri- you have me wrapped around your finger. me wrapped around your finger. Do you have to let it Hey, do you have to? Hey, come on, do you? Come on, do you? Have to let it linger, do you? Have to let it, do you? Have to let it linger, do you? Have to let it. So yes, I've been listening to the No Need to Argue album by the Cranberries. Um, it's my favorite album by them. I'm a Cranberries fan. Hell yeah! So like that's the No one Need of my to first Argue album, cassette tapes. Okay. And the title <laughs> Columbia track, House. Shout out to yes. you. Oh Ooh, man! Or you get I'm it. Sure everybody I still owe them some money. Twelve tapes for one cent. I know I owe them some money. The twelve tapes for a cent. Okay. And then when they got the CDs, and they started somebody's the, whole catalog. Really? Like they started with the I seven have Cranberries, Aerosmith. What? Aaliyah. Yes. All of it. The brat has the most random collection. Like Spice Girls. Oh, Spice yeah. Girls. Mm-hmm. Spice up your life. Oh, oh, oh. <laughs> that was a good album. Um, I revisited No One Ever Really Dies for oh, NERD. Yeah. Which one? Because I feel like I hadn't really sat oh, with the new one? Deep Down Body Thirst. Um, I know what that song is about. <laughs> Deep Down Body Thirst. Last Night of Body Thirst saved my life. <laughs> I started listening to Deep Down Body Thirst and um, the Don't Do It. The Don't, Don't Do It with Kendrick Lamar. Mm -hmm. Those are my two favorites now. I've had both of those on repeat for whatever reason. I don't know. They just, I'm vibing with them. Those are my two, though. So I'm on NERD's mode this week. Well, I have been trying to make it through Culture 2. Migos. Did y'all already talk about that while Why I was out of the room? Why are you trying to make it? It's bad. No, it's not that it's bad. It's just a lot of album for me. Like, I love the Migos. It's 24 songs, which is dope. It's bomb. But, so um, is this, an, like, these longer albums, is it an algorithm that's triggering, you know, like, you know what I mean? For Spotify, where they get more streams. Like, is there a math or a science to this? Because I'm noticing that now, like, I saw Mike Will made it say that uh, Ray Schrummer gonna drop a triple disc. I don't know, and I'm sure that there is something to that on that front. But just thinking about on the artist front, I think there's been this big conversation always or this big battle of like, is it good to put out more music or less? Mm-hmm. And I think that there's always been, especially for rappers, that pressure there to say that you can put out X amount of like hot tracks. And even as just a singer too, you know, I think about Beyonce or Frank Ocean when he dropped that. Um, it wasn't like a project. It was just a mixtape. It was full of like demos and all that stuff. Him giving us all that content to like listen to, I think it was a way for him to show like, you know, I have a body of work, but you know, this is all the stuff. Like these are all the things that I can do. But I think there's been this thing where people can say, okay, well, I can do a lot of different things, but here's my body of work. 
but just a long-ass version because I can do this so well. So people make these long albums sometimes, and it's like, I know you can't do all of that, but what's the standout actual story you're trying to tell that gives me this? And maybe they're going to do that for me in 24 tracks, but it just takes me a while if I'm going to get the whole concept together. Right. The last time somebody was supposed to put out a triple disc, it ain't go too well. Who was it? It was supposed to be Sierra. Yeah, Fantasy I think you were talking about Fantasy Ride. Fantasy Ride it's was supposed family. to be a triple disc. And I remember everybody was so disc? excited. It was supposed no, to. Oh. It, it did not make the triple and disc. And let me say this. Let me be clear. Cut. Go ahead. Let me be clear because Fantasy Ride got some of my favorite Sierra songs of oh, all time yes. on it. Amen. Lovers. Um, what's the song with her in the dream? And she's and it's like the the, the ghetto disc. Lovers, the whatever. Lovers Any, I hate not knowing what I'm talking about right, on the show. Same. But the point is, yeah. Sierra's Fantasy album, Fantasy Ride was a great album, but it was a originally supposed to be a triple disc and it was like hella delays it was just like so not many a good delays. idea so yeah. many and like, then last minute they just they just released it and it, it turned out to be like one of her it wasn't a great moment for it her was not. but oh, the music was good it was. that was the crazy part it was the music was good was it the rollout that was bad yes. yeah yeah, that was the album that had uh love sex and magic on it and sierra to the oh, stage shit. and all that yes yeah love this and you know what it was a 21 track album too and it was supposed to be them three different discs. Oh, actually, it was really 15, and this is a bunch of extras. Because she was talking about doing the anime comic and all that stuff. I remember that. I was rooting for Sierra then. And I saw a thing that said that Chris Brown's album that we've been making fun of, apparently doing every numbers. single song has gone, like, platinum or something crazy like that. Because each one is a bop in its own right. But I ain't made crazy. it through. I'm sorry. Still? I tried. There was nothing. There was nothing... That really grabbed my attention to make me want to keep going. I didn't. Now, did I listen to the Migos album? Yes. Was I going to talk about it this week? No. (laughs) But did I listen to it? Yes. I'm still listening to it. And since we're talking about it. Go ahead. My favorite song on there is Emoji A Chain. And then the song. What's the song with him and Big Sean? Not him. Oh, White Sands. White Sands. um, Emoji A Chain. Too Much Jewelry. Too Much Jewelry has a bridge. The Migos have a song with a real legitimate bridge. Zaytoven killed the beat Dope. and they added like an auto-tuned very Roger Troutman-esque bridge okay it's amazing this music it sends chills through my body <laughs> Gang Gang is a radio single but I just wasn't gonna give them no shine why? Because they said they don't vibe with queers, and even though you know I don't really care what they meant by that or whatever, I just feel like the Migos been pushing it when it comes to the gay shit a little bit too well, much. Well, it's always a story with them and something like anti-gay or whatever. <laughs> and they, first of all, you can't call me gay when you like y'all can't. It's there's a song on the Migos album called Bad Bitches Only, and when you see a picture of the three of them standing side by side with. All of their accoutrements and, <laughs> and appointments on and all this hair and these white frame glasses and big hoop earrings and stuff. And they got a song called Bad Bitches Only. Like the jokes write themselves. But they can't oh call they can't say nothing With to me. I just felt like <laughs> looking the, the way me, he looked. I just feel like the Migos <laughs> can't call me. They can't say that being gay. They can't use being gay in a derogatory manner when they're talking to me. That's just how I feel. You know what I'm saying? But I saw it. So that being said, that's why I wasn't going to talk about the album. But since we're here, it's fucking amazing. Yeah. I love it. I was listening to it on set earlier today, like in between takes. <laughs> I love I lo- Emoji a chain. <sighs> emoji a chain? Emoji a chain. 
Oh, I thought you said emoji your <laughs> chain. Mm-mm. Like what? Well, that is essentially the action. You would be making just lit friends. <laughs> I get it. You want to, You have to be there. I, I love the album. I'm glad that I got an endorsement because I was reading on the fader and they were saying Culture 2 might be the end of the Migos formula as we know Oh, it. my God. First of all, this is some of the best music. It did get really bad reviews. Well, that's because it's, that's <laughs> oh, because. Damn, that wasn't the only one. Okay. No. That's because this is more just. I mean, to I'm going. I'm going to keep more listening. It's for the culture. It's I'm, more, and it's like the perfect balance of songs that could be radio friendly mm-hmm. and songs that give us exactly why we love the Migos. Got you. Like it's the perfect balance. Okay. Well, you know, I don't really care for radio friendly. So right. So there you go. Yeah. Yep. Well, I'm gonna listen to. I'm from I Atlanta, so they're gonna get their spins from me. I'm gonna, <laughs> I'm gonna give the Migs the spins just to see what's up. Tony the Birdman Braxton, that was for you. <laughs> um, any other listens lately? That's it. That's it for me. All right, that's it right over here. And the feel away, feel away. And thank you, Drake, Still for being there. back. God's, God's plan. Good and beautiful two songs that you put out. And it's yes. going to be number Diplomatic one. community. I saw something that said it's about to be number one. Good for that's him. That's Drake. I mean, it's Drake. That's Drake. You, can I say, you know how we were talking about Frank Ocean's The Blonde album, uh, Feeling Different? I feel Views different towards Drake. Or more like, oh, I don't wait, know what's just. No, no, no. I, you want to do it to Drake? No, I'm just playing, friend. I'm sorry. I didn't even <laughs> say that. He got a baby. He got a baby. Now I shouldn't have said that, friend. <laughs> what Monique say? Shout out to Monique. Oh. This is when she's useful. What did <laughs> no, she say you... in that stand up stage? Girl, fuck them kids. <laughs> How your kids doing, Monique? Girl, fuck them kids. <laughs> oh fuck that baby, God. friend. You better no. get with him. I am not saying <laughs> that. I'm sorry, friend. You see where you started. <laughs> right. You better get with him, friend. <laughs> okay. I was like, Look at yeah. Yeah. Well, if you get with him, emoji a chain for real. Do both. We just do all of our inside jokes Woo! from there. Only, only the old friends Friends on listeners who have kept up with that. <laughs> no, I've always liked Drake. But for whatever reason, I'm like really into Drake right now. Like I can listen to his songs and I'm hearing him more, if that mm. makes sense. Because his songs are fun. You dance to the hook, da-da-da, radio friendly. But I'm like listening, like actually sitting, listening from track one to the end. Where you been listening to Drake at? On... Not on Netflix. No. <laughs> <laughs> oh, I didn't know if you were setting no, me at, up. No, no. <laughs> where we're at because I think for me a, a lot like, of not on <laughs> Netflix. Hey, my loves. <laughs> <laughs> a lot of these projects look as long as we ain't boycotting Apple Music or Spotify. I'm hey, next. No, if she go over there, that, you better believe ask. it's coming next week. If I she was take listening. a meeting, okay. <laughs> Hey y'all! Oh, Apple Music wanted to pay me for a comedic album. Um, anyway, uh, I say that I asked that because I know for me, as far as like Big Sean, a uh, couple albums ago when I was on my gym stint, like, oh, I'm gonna get back fit right now. I remember listening to the album in the gym and being like, whoa, like this nigga can rap his ass off. Like, yeah. what was I missing before? And I was like, oh, it was just the ass nigga, and that was the just the Nicki Minaj song to me. So like, damn, and I had to go back and give him a chance and go through the catalog and say. Damn, I needed to open my ears and really know what the fuck was going on out here. You're absolutely right. So you're saying where that, y- like, yes. as in where was I? <laughs> yeah, uh-huh, okay, okay. Mm-hmm. Uh-huh. <laughs> you trying to set me uh-huh. up. Uh-huh. For no. the okie doke. <laughs> no, I've been making it a point to go for more walks. I know that's so random. No. But because of my spine, like, now if I'm sitting too long or uh, too stagnant energy-wise, I'll, like, make myself go for a walk. And for whatever reason, Drake has been my soundtrack to my Harlem walks. 
And God I guess I guess if you're walking, you are probably paying more attention to the words than you would be if you were like running or just around the house or on the train commuting and staring at all the characters that come yes, on in New yes. York train. But yeah, so you're right. That's probably what it is, my brain. But whatever it is, I just feel like I've been listening to music differently. Yes. Certain artists right now, I'm, they're hitting me differently. We need to do like a whole segment about that. We do. I want y'all to like Division. Why y'all don't like Division? I love what? Division. I love like Division. Yeah. Are you kidding? Who I talked about my both. friends don't like Division. I, I talked us. about both of their Aren't projects. Aren't they on tour? Yes. Yeah. <laughs> Weren't they just in New York too? Well, they were in LA. My friend, shout out to my friend Horace. Um, <laughs> he was at the Division concert in LA last night. And they were singing the songs. And he's actually, Horace <laughs> is the person who was taking me and Gary to, we all met, in, we're friends in LA. He was taking me and my best friend Gary to the airport. And he played the September 5th album. Album by Division, and that's how I discovered. Oh, yeah. So my so memories of that album. And so last night when I he was on that. his Instagram story at the show with his friends, I just hit him like, "Bro!" And he was like, "Oh my god, I wish you was here." And it just—I've been going down the Division rabbit hole like since then. Yes, I love. Actually, Division. I need to go back because I didn't really give a chance to their latest album. So oh, I need- oh, there's some. There's they got some a good song called "Think About Me." <laughs> and they used to think to- about me. I didn't really sit with it. it. I'm actually really glad you said that because I have to re revisit. Wait, yeah. so when's a New York concert? Do y'all know? No, but I want to go. Division, we want to see We y'all. love y'all, Division. I think it's at Terminal 5. You know who got me into Division because we've just been talking about him? <laughs> Drake. Back uh, When I first started listening to... Um, his Beats One show, I was like, damn, let me like listen to Drake's shit and see like what the fuck he got going on. And it's always these mixes. It's always he picks two or three DJs a week and sometimes the it's a producer. Sound. Yeah. yeah. And they play all the jams. And I'm like, damn, these are people that I fuck with, things that I like that I'm not hearing on the radio right now. And then some of them are, you know, just his artists, so shameless plugs. But it'd be good shit on there. Yeah. And Division was... A gym. I love Division. Division is a vibe. I like Majid Jordan, too, though. Yeah. I feel yeah. like he doesn't really get a lot of shine. Like, I don't think I've that's ever the, even seen him. I was about to say, I think that's the, I think this two, that's the one that's it's a group. two of them, too. Yeah. yeah. Like Division. Oh, well, Division two. two. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Who else is a group? That's another one that's a group. <laughs> but I like him. Well, Jennifer them. Jennifer Holiday. Multiple, multiple people. <laughs> Multiple people no. occupying Pray? the group. Oh no! <laughs> Did y'all oh, see? Shout out no. to Drew Shay. Drew Shay sent me a video that Jennifer Holiday posted on her Instagram promoting. She's on Instagram. A, Cute. Mm-hmm, promoting a concert series. I do not. <laughs> In fact, I go away from. Oh but my! I saw. Um, she was posting. She. It's just funny. I'll just have to post it later. It just made me laugh, but she was promoting something, and she just automatically went into like an acapella performance and a piano and started playing out of nowhere live. (laughs) It was just crazy. That's a group. Just want y'all to know. No, please change. That's a quartet. If if you also like, um, (laughs) if you also like Majid Jordan, you should also. Baby, that's a five-piece band. That's that's a second I'm line. I'm it all after, and I'm trying Jennifer to... Holiday, it's a whole, complete second-line band in one. Horns and all. When you hear... If you could... If the thoughts... You know how you can make those lines that... Like, if the thoughts became audible in music form, it would be loud brass sections and lots and lots of crashing of cymbals and percussions and sharp tones and... Edgy sounds of ah. of harsh awareness. That's what it would be. Edgy sounds of harsh awareness. <laughs> Dustin. Lots of crashes and clangs. 
if her thoughts. That's a group. That's all I got to say. Go if ahead. you like, if you also like um, Majid Jordan, how do we get here? You should check out because none of us were supposed to be. <laughs> none of us, not a one, not a two, even me, Lord. <laughs> you should check out uh, Toro and Moi. They, uh, I'm familiar. Yeah, yeah. I I think that their last project, a lot of people didn't talk about, and I thought was really really I fucking dope. Yeah, I don't think I caught their last one. It was called Boo. Oh, I do have a song, you guys. It was I called Boo Boo. The track was, I mean, the project was called Boo Boo. <laughs> oh shit! Right. <laughs> it might be Boo Boo. <laughs> no, but it was, it was a really good project. <laughs> I can't. I I'm just done. I know. I. Between I don't know how we go. A quartet and boo boo. Like, and I was what, what is alignment? <laughs> anyway, um, <laughs> so but Stefan Don, y'all, don't yes. do that Stefan Don, yes, has a song called "Hurting Me" with French Montana. Yeah, mm-hmm. I am in love. I cannot stop playing this song. Stefan Don, I'm telling you, I heard me and Fury was at the club, <laughs> we was at a party, <laughs> and I was like, uh, he was like. It's who it is. <laughs> it is DJ. I know they played. I put it on the playlist for this month, and I played it a week Ooh. or two ago. It's the shit. The jam. Okay, that's it. Oh, I have a last one. I, you know what? So, what do y'all listen to when you work out? Hard rap music. Really mm-hmm. hard rap. Like who? Give me one song. Um, Lil Uzi Vert. Yeah, I listen to Uzi a lot. A Gucci, Gucci um, Payroll. Uh, who else? Dave East new album P two. I love that y'all um, listen to rap. See, I got a lot so of good funny. albums. Yeah. I've been for whatever reason I've been playing a lot of reggaeton. Do they call it something Come different on, now? Reggaeton? I'm like, is there a cooler, more modern name? Because you know my old school. But no, I still reggaeton. Call it reggaeton. I was about to say reggaeton is uh, deadest. Uh, What's it called trap? now? Latin. Yeah, Latin trap. Oh, are you serious? And they be jamming. I see, I knew they called it something new. Right. That, cause you say reggaeton. You took me back. I was like, eh. Okay, paso, paso. Wait, what is it? Ya le gusta la gasolina. Dame la gasolina. Daddy Yankee. Daddy Yankee be jamming. Daddy Yankee still got it. Come on. No, it's a song called My Chica. Have you heard it? By J Balvin. It's dope. I've been running to this. I hate when it takes long to drop. Right. Right. I'm waiting for the hook. Hey! Isn't that dope? Makes me feel right at home. Machica, machica, machica. You be on the treadmill. <laughs> Dancing, I almost I'm busted sure my I've heard eyes. That in the barbershop. Oh, I know. That's something like, how have y'all not heard yeah, hello. it? Hello. <laughs> like. But yeah, I've been in a pretty Latin trap. Oh my God, is that really what it's called now? Yeah, that's what it is. So I've been in a Latin trap workout. Mode. That might not be Latin trap though, because the Latin trap songs that I've heard literally sound like future songs being rapped in like Spanish. Oh, language. yeah. Actually, you're <laughs> like right. literally, like that's, that's that, like Latin trap. So that, that might, might not, not be Latin it. trap. Right. Okay. That I might wonder be reggaeton. Yeah, maybe it's still reggaeton. Shit. Okay. See, Let I, us know because we ain't yes, clear it up. The youngins. Young, you know what? Somebody got to gotta bring friend, back reggaeton, bring it back mainstream. So maybe. J Balvin, maybe that's part of the thing. Did y'all ever hear that old school reggaeton song that it just said, tra, 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 mira, tra, mira, tra, 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 tra. That's literally the whole song. Tra, Why do I tra, feel like I know tra, it? And it's tra, tra, 
You know where that? Ooh. Yo, if y'all don't know it, look it up. It's literally T R A. Can I make a confession? Mm-mm. Oh, gosh. So there's songs that I like to play, you know, at specific times in my life. Okay. And when I play those songs, I have songs in that list that are in Spanish. <laughs> and I don't even know what the, what they're saying, but the mood but feels good. is yes. just You must be listening to Romeo Santos. I don't oh, know. I love Romeo Santos. You love him? What? He's, I feel like that's who Dustin <laughs> Whoever listens to Romeo is cracking up right now because y'all know that Dustin has him on the playlist. I know that. I'm telling you, I know if I look, it's going to be all Romeo Santos. Low key, that new Miguel song. (laughs) Caramelo Duro. Hey, hey. (laughs) That is my song. Yes. There are a lot of songs. I love a song that's just good and I don't know what the fuck it's about. The that's... first time I heard Lo Que Paso Paso, I was like, I don't know what they're saying, but this is my shit. That song is a jam that's how I felt. still. There's a song they're like, y'all know say my and I was singing like that. Oh, like, okay, yeah. That used to be my jam. I used to get around I'm like, come through. <laughs> you know where it all started with me. Mike Anthony. <laughs> well. Ricky Martin. Frankie J. <laughs> Frankie oh, J. Oh. Amor. No es amor. Oh my God, I'm what dying am right I now. What do y'all know? What am I doing so wrong? He could, Frankie J can sing his ass off. I tell y'all, he's the first artist that gave Claude a placement. Mm. He literally was the first artist to believe in Claude. Lord bless him. Right? So I will forever love Frankie J. Like, forever. He can do no wrong in my eyes. Him and Baby Bash. I used to love Baby, oh, Baby Bash. Bash. They still be hanging sugar, out. Sugar, sugar, how'd you get so fly? Yes. Hey. Sorry, it's something no. we hijacked. <laughs> I just always forget what <laughs> I'm saying. Is, but as long as, y'all are, as long as y'all are enjoying yourselves, <laughs> I want the segment to be interactive, okay? <laughs> y'all listening to shit. Y'all talking about shit. Y'all listening to Ooh, my job is done. Right. Um, But I was just going to say the last thing. That's why I be feeling about the Ace T song that I was talking about. It's, it's, it's this girl. I think she's from Germany or something. Mm-hmm. But the song, she be rapping in her shit and I'd be like oh shit and she's like hey the bitch too down oh, that's and I'm right. like okay y'all better break it down bitch, I thought she was asking bitch too down <laughs> yes that's not it's, what she said it's not bitch too, too down bitch too down and I put that on the playlist for this month again too <laughs> so word up that's it over here in Music Man Land support for today's show comes from Mission U offering a modern take on higher education that's uniquely immersive collaborative and efficient Mission U is a full-time, one-year commitment that partners with real-world companies like Spotify, Lyft, Uber, Warby Parker, and more to inform their curriculum. Instructors are industry experts, and course material is based on real company data sets, so everything is applicable to the real world. 20% of the program is comprised of in-person networking and skills development, and 80% is a live virtual classroom session. Students are also matched with their own mentor to help them succeed personally and professionally. Trimester 1, focus on developing collaboration, critical thinking, communication skills. Then, in Trimester 2, the emphasis is on technical skills and working with real data sets. Finally, in Trimester 3, students partner with companies for internships and receive job search support. 
in the end, you walk away with a debt-free future, a resume full of relevant experience, the foundation for a successful career, and lifetime access to the Mission U network. To learn more about Mission U and to earn $500 upon completion of the full year program, go to missionu.com slash friendzone. That's M-I-S-S-I-O-N-U dot com slash friendzone to learn more and earn $500 when you complete the full year-long program. This week's episode is brought to you by Greetable. Galentine's Day is almost here. If you haven't heard of this magical holiday, it's on February 13th, and it's like Valentine's Day, but for best friends. Did you guys know about that? I did no. not. I never heard of that. That's I did cute. Not that was we don't cute. know. Now what are you guys going to get me for Galentine's <laughs> Day? Something really dope. <laughs> Anything you want. <laughs> and you can be the best friend of all time when you get your Galentine a gift from Greetable. Greetable is perfect when you need something better than a greeting card and a little more personal than flowers. First, you customize a beautiful box design with your personal message and photos that your friend can tear off and keep. Then choose a cute little gift to pair it with, like hand-dipped chocolate, a Cabernet Ooh. lollipop, or Ooh. a fresh moleskin. It's all done in a matter of clicks, and then the Greetable team assembles your perfect package and sends it directly to their door. You can send them for under $20, so it's pretty much a no-brainer. To try it out, go to greetable.com forward slash friend zone and take 20% off of your order today. That's G-R-E-E-T-A-B-L dot com forward slash friend zone to get 20% off. Fancy. Let's take it on over to TV land. (laughs) Hey, y'all. How you doing? So really quick, we're going to go to Bravo and Bravo only this week, starting on Friday night with Married to Medicine. In this last episode, the cast went on their cast trip, uh, Curated by Dr. Heavenly, and they went to the Barbados Islands, where I was a few months ago. Uh, Amen. Moving forward. Amen. But they were in Barbados. Dr. Heavenly planned a trip. Her husband was originally from Barbados, so she took all of the cast there. And being Dr. Heavenly, she made very um, risque marital games that she played with the couples that would highlight their strengths, but in turn highlight their weaknesses if they were in fact there. And for some of the couples at the table, the the, the weaknesses and the differences were just neon and fluorescent. <laughs> I mean, in the front. So you had quad and the game was scored by if you guys said the same, it was kind of like the newlywed game. So if oh, you gave cute. the same answer, you got a point. So it was fun. It was Fun in in structure. Mm, In theory. In theory, in the format. Like, all of that was fun. But the actual game got a little ugly because they were drinking and they are actually having, you know, challenges in their marriages. Um, Pause and sidebar, we actually found out that Dr. Simone has filed for divorce from her husband, Cecil Whitmore. They were married for 21 years. And we found out that she filed back in October. And it's about Man. to be final now. So just the fact that they were the couple in this season who actually appeared to be mending their issues and Damn. the therapy was working for them. And they were actually getting back on track to, track to being a happy couple. There's so many people's favorite couple on that show. But unfortunately, the marriage is over. And it's so over that Dr. Simone even, she issued a statement to People Magazine announcing the divorce because they just filmed the reunion um, last week. And she announced it on the reunion special during the taping. So I'm sure she knew it would get leaked out anyway so she just went ahead and issued a full statement to people magazine and she said there is no if there is no but we can she said this is final she is done and looking forward to a new life and new things amen 
So I love I you, Doctor Simone. After hey. twenty-one years, sometimes you have to do what you have to do. I wish them both happiness yes, and com- both I, want, them. I want them both to learn how to feel complete Aww, again. I hope they find that. Both of that's them. what I wish for they, them. They are both great people. They were Aww, a, a beautiful really? family on television. Yeah, nothing but the best for both of them. Yep. They were a great family. I don't want either one of them walking away from this feeling like they left something or they had to leave a legacy behind on TV and they did us wrong. Love y'all both. They were. A lot of people will turn you off or rub you wrong. Neither one of them ever. Oh. Love it. Don't nobody but not saying about no doctor. I love <laughs> okay. me some Dr. Simone. Come on, don't, don't, don't come from Dr. Simone. Simone now. Simone, Jackie, Jackie. believe it or not, quiet. quiet. Yep. <laughs> heavenly. Heavenly to an extent. And heavenly and heavenly not know to why. An I love heavenly. I, I love heavenly. I love heavenly completely and down. totally. But you know what? I just love her because she can say when she's wrong and she don't have no problems doing that. And she can be childish as fuck. Like, she's not perfect and she You know what it lives. is? The things that she does that offends them and that they find offensive, she balances that out with legitimately being a supportive friend in their lives. Heavenly and these girls, Heavenly has an individual relationship with all of these women on the cast. Her and Dr. Jackie have their open and honest radio show. Her and Quiet actually spend time together one-on-one. Her and Toya, same thing. Her and Simone, same thing. Her and Simone's children go to the same school. They take their kids to school together in the morning <laughs> and pick them up. This isn't for the cameras. Right. And so, Heaven, that's why they're able to function in relationship with her as a friend because yes yeah, she does she told Simone her son, son he was funny looking in the car the other day you so handsome because you know you was funny looking as a little boy <laughs> oh, and he took it in stride and said something witty and funny you know or whatever and kept it moving now I would have talked about her daughter's hair but that's just me you know but I would have done it with love the it. same way she did the Lord would have started reading too now yeah, well she would have had to keep up but you know I you know but they they understand that when it comes to heavenly and they actually are friends and so there's just a difference and that's why I think they're able to function like that and I actually applaud heavenly for that because even when she does like TV interviews and different things like that she always is highlighting and supporting like them those they're her friends for real Aww. so I think it's cool that's why I like watching that but anyway so back to the beach when the game was going on Quad was getting drunk and being very mean and just she was saying that they were having problems but she's never really identified what the problem is and so now it's becoming like draining for people to listen to mm. and it's sad because I really like Quad a lot and I always have from day one she was kind of the underdog and so to see her thriving with like a talk show two net network television gigs you know what I mean and she's been I saw she did baller alert radio with Kenny Burns the other day like she's becoming more and more visible and taken seriously you know in the media and just she's getting more work I'm happy for her and her to see this like ascension but you have certain people like Mariah's old kneecap face ass who is not happy for quiet <laughs> Mariah Mariah Huck on the show she looks and acts like a kneecap her and her mother made reference to <laughs> Her and her mother <laughs> made reference to Heavenly <laughs> and the fact that her mother had died. See, Mariah has been putting out these Facebook Live videos on Fridays after the show goes off with her mother, Lucy, mm. and her sister, Lake. And they're all sitting there talking about what happened on the show. And it's her shot and opportunity to be nasty and say things that, you know, she can't say to their faces. And she won't own up to saying in her interview. So she just takes it to Facebook Live. Prime example. 
when Heavenly cussed her ass out on TV and we were all around the world laughing with our mouths open. She then went on Facebook Live with her mama and her mama was saying, well, she need her mother's love, which she ain't never going to get. She ain't going to have that. She, ain't, she need love. Heavenly's mom is dead. So for them to oh. take that, those yeah. are the kind of digs they take. You right. get what I'm saying? That's right. why I don't have any problem saying that she looks like a kneecap or ashy or uh, old a hatted kneecap or a kneecap that needs steam and eucalyptus <laughs> and hot tiles and heat temperature changes to function that's how she looks in her face like she like when like when she wake up in the morning and it's cold her face got to settle for a minute to like get back up and actually be able to move because she's dry and rotted out from the inside from being a bad person oh my god so I'd say that to say that on this couple's trip, I really felt bad to see Quad and Dr. G breaking down the way that they were breaking down. I did. Married to Medicine has always been about the couples. It's not a show that is, you know, it's not a show that's, that's, you know, just purely driven by the drama. The marriage is playing a very huge part in the success of this show. And so I hate to see that breakdown taking place. So next week we're going to get more, and I just really hope that they find... I hope two things happen. Number one, I hope that everybody finds peace in their marriages on that show, whatever that peace means. Maybe for Dr. Simone, it meant her divorce and her husband. Maybe for Dr. Jackie, it means her not staying with... No, it don't. Jackie needs to leave <laughs> Curtis, and I'm, I, I can't help it. Curtis is... A, is for him to have cheated on her publicly, it have been something that she's had to deal with the shame and embarrassment of. You would think that he would approach this and new opportunities to speak with her and be in her company with humility, with some sort of of, of remorse, something. You don't get none of that. He sits there and tells her, well, we both have to figure out. Uh, we both, we, we don't have to figure out nothing. You cheated on me. He's arrogant. He stands up. He's like seven feet tall, wearing pants and a tucked-in shirt up under his chest, high-ass waist. He drives nothing but classic cars. So he gets out these cars that have really small cabins. So he always looks bent over when he's walking up to the front of the door of our house. <laughs> like he looks like he's finna slam the door in the car news. and make this shit Yeah, he just, he's just a terrible, just very selfish, very rude, very ignorant to the fact that he has completely disrupted her house and her life and every time he pulls up to that house and I see him approaching the door I get mad because she didn't even want to live there she can't mm-hmm. have children biologically so mm-hmm. that sort of nesting in like a big home like that and it's not even a big home it's a very very uh, modest home but it's a nice home it's just modest and living in that it wasn't appealing to her she wanted to get them a high rise he fought her tooth and nail and made it an issue of her not wanting to be compromising in the marriage and move them in that house, only to then cheat publicly. And so now she's stuck, married to him and in the house. Yikes. And he has a bad attitude. Let's just talk about Real Housewives of Atlanta. <laughs> We're going to make this quick. Eva Marcel joined the cast. She I was says wondering because y'all haven't mentioned her. She is. She has now arrived. Um, those of you that are familiar with Eva Marcel, when she was Eva Pickford and she won America's Next Top Model, mm-hmm. you know that she's magnetic on camera with the spider on her face. That's oh always the God. picture I remember. Iconic. And just how beautiful her hair was. Her mm-hmm. curly, short, golden haircut. It was just yes. beautiful. But um, she's on the show. She's friends air quotes, with NeNe, and that's how she made it to the show. Mm. NeNe's already getting on my nerves when they were on their way to Candy's Essence magazine cover, and the car was even 
Nene. Eva says, this is so cool for um, Candy making this Essence cover. You know, that was one of the first covers I did after Top Model, XYZ. Nene immediately jumped. Yeah, I did Ebony. Okay, like we know you did the Ebony magazine cover laying in the tub full of diamonds and the money dress and all that shit. And it was a, we loved it. But why, what does that have to do with candy? I don't, <laughs> that's the Nene shit that I'll be talking about when she gets on my nerves. Right. But moving on from that, um, the show was great. It was tough for me to watch because it was more so about. Um, finding out whether or not Cynthia's new relationship was valid. Eva said that she saw Cynthia's new boyfriend two months ago with a woman who he introduced as his girlfriend. He told Cynthia he broke up with the woman two years ago. It's a lie somewhere. Oh, no. So next week we find out what the lie was. Candy had her magazine reveal party for the Essence magazine cover where she announced that she was doing Chicago on Broadway. She invited Portia and didn't say nothing to her all night. I don't know why everybody felt like that was wrong. Okay, she invited her because they're filming a goddamn show together and they have to be around each other. But Candy doesn't have to talk to her and there's no secret why she's not enthused to speak with Portia Williams. So I don't understand what this backlash has been about. I don't, can you, I, is it, was she wrong? No, not at all. Okay, see, we don't, I don't, you know, it kind of was what it was. We all know what Portia did. I'm looking forward to next week when Mama Joyce and Portia have a sit down. Mm-hmm. A sit down, like a good sit down. They're gonna have a it's sit Mama down. Joyce, so and Mama Joyce know. asked her. She said, "I just want to know if you really believed what they said Candy was trying to do. To you. Oh, Did you shit. really believe Candy was gonna do that?" So that's what I'm looking forward to next week. We'll talk about it. So is Eva a lead or just friend of the show? She's a friend of the show. Got you. Yeah, she's a friend of the show. Cool. Can do you uh, have any information readily available on um, this basketball wives thing I've been seeing? I saw a headline today saying more of the same. We knew Tammy. Tammy and them lie every season about they not coming back, and they've outgrown the show. Right. And, <laughs> da, 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 da. and just like she said last year and the year before that, her ass is coming back because what else is Tammy going to do? So right. she's coming oh back to Basketball Wives. That's the new headline. Tammy Roman ret- is returning to Basketball Wives. <laughs> like, we really don't even watch no more, to be honest with no? you. Not really. We watch, but the season is only – they, the reunion is one episode now. That's how the stage that the show right. is in. Like nobody, I mean, we're not excited about who's joining the cast. Nope. We know it's going to be more of the same. I don't care what's going on with none of them. The only thing I'll be excited to see is what Evelyn got on. I just, <laughs> I mean, I'm not like I even just Evelyn don't, coming back didn't give it a no because she's not fighting and beating ass and cussing <laughs> bitches out like we wanted. She just took it too far. Like we didn't want you to not fight people and shit. We just didn't want you chugging fools champagne and wine <laughs> bottles at people's head and running across tables barefoot tone the fighting down to a slap at the door of a club or to pulling a hair outside of a party something She's like that. She's our own now. She can't do nothing. Baby that. own told her. See ya. And that's when she went right back to basketball wise. Mm. Okay. And I'm not mad because I love Evelyn and the things that she's contributed to reality TV Hey, now motherfucking factor, all those things, they will be around forever. True. Yes. Evelyn was the star of the Basketball Wives franchise, yes. completely any city, whatever. It was the Evelyn show. We liked her and Jennifer together. Evelyn was number one. Jennifer was number two. That's just what it is. Yes. So, but if you're not coming back, I don't want to see you coming back talking about, you know, whatever else you got going on and, you know, throwing a birthday party for your mom. I don't care. I want to see you fighting verbally. Because you're good at it. And I want to see you getting in people's face. That's what I want. 
and looking good while you're doing they it. They honestly have to take and, and you know bringing Tammy back and, and bringing it's basketball back. wise. What am I supposed to look for from basketball wise? Right? Oh, I, you know what? I would like to see them show the duality. This is basketball wise. <laughs> right. We want to see y'all box it out verbally. <laughs> You know, that's what I want. Bringing Tammy back and bringing Evelyn back was like supposed to be this smart move that they they always bring back these old older people or people from older seasons, like how they're right. doing Bravo on Housewives. So, like the only thing that would really keep me right now is if they brought back Drea or somebody that really annoys the fuck out of Evelyn that we have seen in the media or something, or maybe even give me a Govan sister. I'll even take that. Like. Just to give me something, but just seeing that Tammy will be returning or whoever will be returning, it's like same show. Maybe and don't come back if you ain't gonna do if you ain't gonna be Tammy, right? If you coming back just to sell your bonnets and so you just giving us a, a, the watered down. Water I don't down, give a damn what version. your daughter's doing. Nope, I don't want to see none of that. If you ain't gonna be Tammy coming in here cussing people out, you know what I'm saying? Cracking good jokes, making fun of people that you don't like. That's what we want to see from Tammy. I don't want you coming in here trying to act like you're. To, like you've evolved into whatever because you haven't. We follow you on social media. We see your tweets and we see you comment on everything. You're the same. You're just trying to clean it up when the cameras are on. And I get that, but we want the cameras on when you're dirty. <laughs> I wish there was That's like an it. all-stars reality show where they make the moves to certain neighborhoods and then they film them like interacting with each other, with like certain people. Like I would like to watch like Bethany interact with Tammy and them interact with Nene. Like to see if these <clears throat> bitches are really going like... Be, because, you know, there's going to be, like, that first episode, they're all like, yeah, we bad, so they think we're going to hate each other, but we're going to be sisters until someone curses someone out. Like, that's what I want to see. Which would probably be Tammy with a cigarette in her hand. Who you think she would go at first? Anybody. You think she would go at Nene? No. <clears throat> Do you think she would go at Bethany? I what? don't think she would shy away from a confrontation with Nene, but I don't think that she, I think she would attempt to be friendly with Nene first. But if Nene pushed mm. it, she would go there. I see that. Tammy would be excited by the conquest at that point. You know what I mean? She'd be like, oh, I'm about to take over. <laughs> yeah. And she would start baring her teeth. <laughs> I mean, yeah. okay, I'll keep the list short. So that was it. Okay. That's it? Mm-hmm. That's Totos. <laughs> All right. Totos. Well, that is it for TV Land. Now we're going to bring it on over for Asking for a Friend. What you want to know? Don't forget to email us at thefriendzoneatloudspeakersnetwork.com. Um, so... The subject of this letter is a pussy popper trying to have a clear mental. Okay. And they asked me to give them a nickname because <laughs> they're not creative enough to make one. For All them, them words, you couldn't finish the sentence. So <laughs> mental what? Go ahead. Trying to have just a clear mental. Check my credentials. Um, never mind. I was going to do Nicki Minaj sidebar. So please use the nickname. Faith in China. <laughs> Turn your goofy down. <laughs> Remember when I thought she said rakes? <laughs> rakes in China. You have to tell the people. <laughs> okay. Sorry. We literally ahead. about to be here. And and I want to play so bad. You know I do. Anyway, uh, hey y'all. So I was in so I was in the <laughs> What she say, Chan? What she say, friend? The breaking. What she? What she bring, friend? You thought Nicki Minaj was talking about her house and having to take the rake to China? 
Because she has a rake song. <laughs> it's different. Right, yes, like you but know. I heard rake in China. Anyway. So, okay. Go ahead. All right, friend. Okay. Yes. So she raking it up in China. <laughs> yes. I got it. We Please go to the letter. <laughs> Can't you see her walking in LAX with a whole rake? <laughs> On her way to China, Nicki Minaj. <laughs> Photographed in LAX with a big ass rake and not not no metal on the one with that big plastic thing at the bottom. It's usually dark green with a wood handle, Ooh. one of them rakes. Just got it in LAX, just walking. Talking about I'm on a rake to China. <laughs> Nicki Minaj. Braids in a rake, braids getting caught in a rake, then braids down to her ankles getting caught in the end of the rake every five minutes. She's trying to walk through TSA with a goddamn rake. TSA looking at her like she crazy. That's this motherfucker. I know you Nicki Minaj, but uh-uh. this is ridiculous. No, the shuttle is running tonight. I have to get out of here. Hey, y'all. So I was in the best situation ship that I could be in with my first love for two and a half years. Mm-hmm. Our demise was way too many people in our relationship trying to tell us what to do. So he ended it with me leaving me devastated. Over the summer, we reconnected and started our friendship again, then attempted to get back together once the semester started. It lasted all of two or three whole last weeks. I went through some shit, and the nigga smooth went Casper when I needed him most. So I said, fuck him, and let him know he was a shitty person. Where to go and how to get there, then washed my hands of it. Fast forward to two weeks later. I'm out with my friends, being the bad bitch I am, and I see him. We both speak and go out. We both speak and go about the party normally. As we're leaving, I notice he got a new bitch, and I'm putting the pieces together in my head. Avi, he stopped fucking with me because of his of this hoe with mixed match braids. With mixed match crochet braids. Ooh. We get in an argument about my best friend coming at him for being shitty at the party and him cock blocking this fine man while I was trying to leave. Once again, I told him to go to hell. But now we are back to friendship levels and have been fucking regularly and talking every day while he has this whole ass bitch. Oh my. So you've been fucking the nigga with dating the woman with the mixed match braids. All right. <clears throat> I feel terrible because I know that if it was me, I would die if I found out he was doing that to me. He has been giving me emotional support as well and been the <laughs> only person I can really talk to. Bust out laughing. So I'm having trouble. <laughs> He's been giving her dick and emotional support. There ain't no goddamn emotional support. Oh, my God. What is it? Finish reading, please. I tell you. you. He has been giving me emotional support as well and been the only person I can really talk to. So I'm having trouble cutting him off because the dick not even that good. Wait. Come on. Okay, wait. Please advise my dumb ass on what to do. Okay, so so somebody else start. Dustin, please. Please advise my dumb ass on There's what no to do. There's no advising to do. As far as cutting him off or not talking to him so much. So I can move forward and go on with my life. I'm tired and drained and crying. You drained because you've been having sex all the time with this guy, not first of all. Not even that good sex. Second of all, you say it's not that good, but everything you've said already in the letter you've contradicted. So it's probably the bomb. It's probably too bomb. And that's why you can't let the it go. Bomb. She just like that's What? They're regular. You know, regular some people, what? Some you want to be disappointed over and over like again? Some people like regular mediocrity if they know it's just regular. They'll be like, also, you get used to the disappointment. You become attracted you to You heard it. she don't know how to get out of it. And she called it 
<laughs> she, it's she, not like herself. she don't need to get out of it. She need to get it out of her. That's what the problem is. <laughs> oh, God. So you, I wouldn't be trying to get out of it. I'd be trying to get it out of me, especially if it wasn't shit. That's what her problem is. There's nothing. You like this. You feel some kind of way because you feel like he cheated on you and left you for that girl. And so this is your way of getting him back. I knew when you said that y'all had all that communication at the club that you are a part of this game just as much as he is, and that's what y'all are doing. You're messing around with him behind his that girl's back because this makes you feel better and make you feel like he desires you more or enough to break his commitment or whatever his situation is with her. This is all ego-driven, yes. especially if you say that the sex isn't good but you're still doing it, which nobody has bad sex over and over again by choice. So, like, it's not bad. You're just looking for a way to try to distance yourself from the fact that this is something that you want to and willfully are doing. That's what that is. And so if you own that, then it's totally your business. But where we have an issue is when you try to frame it as something else because it's not. You don't need no advice. You know what not to do because you know that you're doing something you shouldn't be doing. So you don't need advice. Your meter is is there. <laughs> you know what it is. Mm-hmm. So our only advice I can say is just go ahead and own it full throttle. Fuck it. I'm fucking with him. I know he got a girlfriend. I actually like him, and I cannot stop myself from, you know, having this desire to be the person that he likes the most. Just say it. <laughs> well, the fact that you are... Sad crying and drained means that your body is calibrating the situation for you and letting you know that this is not where you should be. Maybe you should listen to it. That's my advice. My advice is much pettier than France. (laughs) You know, prove to yourself that you're a bad bitch, right? You were with this guy and he ghosted you and now you see he got another bitch and she's basic or whatever. Um, I may have calling her basic because she had crochet. I'm just saying, from, <laughs> for her context, I don't actually know her. I, right. I'm not saying she basic with her mixed match braids. And <laughs> I, I don't care about them braids. Anyway, uh, you fucked him and maybe you were like, okay, I got him back. But now you're realizing your ass don't really want him back. So you should just ghost his ass too and then just be fine. And now y'all are even or be really mature. And I don't know if that is really on the table and just end it and go and move on about your business. I think that you really thought that you wanted this or maybe you really wanted it because he was with somebody else. And now that you are sharing him or whatever you're doing with him, you think it's something that you have to stay in, I guess, but you're not obligated to do anything. You've already fucked him. You realize it ain't really the shit that you want to be in or, or so you're saying. So you just need to figure out how to disconnect. He can't be that much of emotional support that he's keeping you from going out and finding... Like you said, you was talking to a fine-ass nigga leaving the club and he cock-blocked. You can get you another nigga if that's what you really want for somebody else to lean on. But then that's another bigger issue that you really need to be thinking about. So get away from that nigga. And if you need to do it in a petty way, do it in a petty way. And if you don't want to be petty on purpose and you still want to do this and you feel like you got to clear something out your conscience or whatever, then tell... this. This actually... This advice might be problematic. Then tell the girl with the brace that you fucked her nigga and keep it moving. That oh way, uh, that way you reconcile. Uh, I don't know about that. <laughs> look, look. That way you reconcile. You can't really get back with his she ass because then this girl. Oh, <laughs> look. Well, look. She says she felt terrible. So if you really feel terrible, and I'm just saying, you, you don't might not want to push look, a girl with crochet really, braids. I'm just saying, I'm, you might might be a one way ticket to that got part. my ass whoop city. <laughs> Well, I'm just saying. And maybe 
Crochet braids. That sounds like a... Look, <laughs> maybe she needs... That's what it sounds like. Look, I'm not... I'm not one like to advocate somebody getting their ass beat, but maybe she need her ass beat so she can remember, like, damn, I ain't never fucking another woman bitch uh, nigga again ever because even if I cared about one of them. Oh, my God. Nah, don't go tell that girl. But for uh, real, you... I don't know. <laughs> leave his ass and leave his ass alone and figure your shit out. That's it. Black Business of the Week. <laughs> What a segue. It's going to be a black eye of the week next week when they, in <laughs> right. that recap letter. <laughs> Update. Right. So, my friend sent me a picture of a doll that looked just like me. It had a little hair yes, flip, these little cute yellow hair and pants and a crop top and a messenger bag. Too right. cute. Um, she sent it to me to laugh, to be like, look at you. And then when I clicked it, I'm like, wait a minute, this store is actually really cute. It's a black-owned linen doll shop called Harper Iman, H-A-R-P-E-R-I-M-A-N. That's the website as well, harperiman.com. You guys, look at this, first of all. Yeah. Adorable. Are you kidding me? Adorable. I'm guessing that the girl that creates these dolls is also either a stylist or designs clothes because these dolls are so trendy and cute. They have head wraps, coils, braids, curls, uh, afros, gray hair, like different colored hair. The outfits are adorable little crop tops, overalls, (laughs) jeans, sweatsuits, tracksuits. I mean, you name it. And the cool part is she actually does custom dolls as well. So if you want to buy one for your kid and maybe you want it to look like your kid and your kid's favorite outfit, mm-hmm. or maybe it's not even for kids. You could buy one for yourself. Just of your, Someone hit me and me and Asante were laughing. Someone said that they loved my outfit at Afropunk like two years ago. I had this black and the white Whitney yeah, yes. Whitney Alex suit that was like um, leggings with a matching crop top. Imagine getting the doll with that outfit. So yes. With a so little hair cute. flip of curls. So it's really cute. Um, the Instagram is Harper Iman Dolls. You have to check out the Instagram because it has all of the. You guys look at this one. Oh my oh god! Oh my god! It's so cute. I Brown can't. Girl. And then they're linen dolls. Someone was saying that mine because it has a little tag. They were like, "Look, it's carrying a pamphlet on how to use essential oils." Oh. <laughs> And people were saying that the girls should make it scratch and sniff the linens. It could smell like lavender yes. and Palo Santo. You guys were killing me in the comments. I, it was hilarious because I posted the doll on my Instagram. But please check out Harper Mom dolls. So cute. Might so even cute. be perfect for Valentine's Day, right? If yes. you want to celebrate with your babies. Right? Or, or so buy one thoughtful. for your partner. Yeah. Or even Galentine's Day. Or Galentine's Day. Shout out to Greetable. But that's it. Harper Mom, you are brilliant you yes. are so talented i'm gonna go broke buying all of your dolls because yeah. i can't even decide which one i want so super talented guys check her out spread the word post the dolls everywhere people are gonna go crazy because they're so cute i'm legit blown away it takes Aren't a lot to impress me but these dolls the are fucking outfits amazing. look like, at the little jean suit the I green cannot, the lime like, green jacket and the head wrap oh my so god cute. Anyways, Bomb.com. we're over here drooling. So that's it for this week's Black Business, and that's actually it for this week's episode. Ooh, ooh. Do you guys have any church announcements before we get out of here? Not over here. Not yet. The not yet crew. <laughs> right? <laughs> um, yeah, not yet either. Yeah. That's it for us. As always, thank you guys for listening. We love you. Stay black. Yeah. And, and we will catch you guys next week. Bye. <laughs>
I'm Roman Mars, host of 99% Invisible. I'm excited to be teaming up with Lexus GX and SiriusXM on some very special 99PI episodes. We're heading to some of the cities in the U.S. that have special meaning for me and exploring the ways that these cities marry form and function. To learn more about the Lexus GX and SiriusXM and Lexus vehicles, visit Lexus.com slash GX and SiriusXM.com slash Lexus Trial. The all-new Lexus GX. Live up to it. Check out the 99% Invisible feed now and listen to these special episodes.